Content warning. This podcast is not for babies. Delta Green is a rowdy, rude, and scary horror game for grown-ups. And lots of bad things are going to happen. I mean like a lot, a lot. I mean like I feel like if I tried to list out all of the individual trigger warnings, we would be here all goddamn day. So I'm just going to put a dead dove do not eat on this bad boy. You have been warned. Long, long ago, in the deeps of time, in the distant past of 2007, in the distant land of Mississippi, these degenerate juvenile delinquents were in the same Boy Scout troop for a little while. But when the world needed them most, they went their separate ways. A couple of them are fucking tryhards who went to college and now they're engineers or whatever. One of them went to Canada. One of them is a girl now. Hashtag good for her. When the world needed them again, this illustrious brotherhood and or hashtag sisterhood reunited to do the only thing they could. Get crossfaded and play tabletop games. Prepare your cocks, ladies, because tonight the freeloaders present. I ate a hell with all the rest. Give me a bottle of the best that ever beetle down with speed. It's not that taste your waste, just greed. And a whiskey still, I'll kill. I drink my fill, and if I spill a joke, you know I will. I'll lick it off the floor. I'm not to teacher's grants or hey, give me but more a lot for rig. When Fark will sit in glass, well, you could throw the top away, for there's no need to pretend that you'll need the cork again. You've broken out a bottle of the best. Oh, shit, there he is. Hey, hey, hey. You arrived. Only an hour late. <laughs> That's okay. Everyone's late. Yeah, I was like 45 minutes late to my own fucking game. Hell yeah. That's the only way we do it. Yeah, I feel like when we all show up on time, the world fucking ends. That's it. No lie. Yeah. Well, we got Christopher tonight. Seems that way. Yeah. Or, my, my bad. Jamie. <laughs> Oh, Jamie. Jamie? Well, see, Natalie, when Chris was about nine or ten, or maybe eight, nine, he decided he wanted to go by his middle name, which is James, a.k.a. Jamie. And he yeah, started fucking writing, James writing Jamie. He started writing Jamie on all of his papers and shit, and the teachers went to his mom and like, Who's, why is he doing this? <laughs> and Tanner was like, knock that shit off. <laughs> Oh, God. Old Jamie. So every time I see, every once in a while I see Chris, like, yo, what's up, Jamie? <laughs> okay. Where were we last? Yeah. Uh, fucking, uh, we were outside the machine shop, I think. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was, uh, blah, 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 blah. I just woke up like 10 minutes ago. So this is probably going to be kind of a weird energy for the first little while. And yeah. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <sighs> but when we last left our heroes, y'all had concluded initial business at the machine shop and at the church. 
and had decided to uh, reconnoiter at the house of the mysterious Mr. Erasmus Oberfeld. Erasmus. Erasmus. Is his house on the map? Uh, I don't know. His house isn't marked on the map, but it's no. in the in the like downtown area. Would did, did they give out. a was there a meet there, or was it just the one that I'm talking anarchists? The what now? Did both groups agree to meet there, or was it just the one that went to the anarchists? It was both. Okay. And it is uh the house is a completely nondescript suburban home. That uh would look that would not look out of place anywhere else in America, but it does look out of place here because of how not shitty it is. So it sticks out <laughs> in the fact that it's just much more put together, cut on that sort of stuff. Absolutely, no, it's yeah, like yeah. a white post. It's like a white post colonial with a cute little fence and a nice yard. So what I'm hearing is you got like uh, a 1950s white man dream in the middle of all this bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Mm, some leave it to beaver shit. I, that, that bugs me just out of principle, I'll be honest with you. Barney Fife with ass. Yeah. So are we rolling up on foot? Are we just going to hoof it here or are we going to drive? I mean, I was going to drive. You yeah, I assumed y'all were driving. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was totally okay with driving. Because, uh, oh, aren't, aren't we technically in, in the bug, the beetle? Yeah, and you are in the bug. Um, Caliban's by himself. Mm. But, Handler, do we know where the green oh. box is in this town? Was that in the um, file that we got? Because I know Gunny told us about it, kind of, but. He was oh, yeah, fake posting us. Yeah. It's Mark. <laughs> okay. But, like, do we as characters know where it is? Yeah. Okay. It's in your, uh, fucking, uh, briefing files. Alright, cool. I can look so, it up. How overtly are we acknowledging or ignoring uh, the fact that Chris isn't here and so uh, the other Billy sort of vanished into a puff of smoke, I guess? He's sitting there dead-eyed driving the car and that's it. <laughs> no, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's an NPC at this point. <laughs> No, Billy Montgomery is uh, back at the tavern keeping an eye on the horses. <laughs> that's a great, that's actually a really great, just general phrase. I, I like that. That's what I'm going to do from now on. Totally stealing that. All right, so. I guess we're just going to roll up on this house in the Blue Beetle. Oh, do we have a key or anything to get inside of here? Or It is unlocked. Okay, awesome. So you can just walk on in. Is this is this an occupied domicile? No, Mister Oberfell, who is now missing, lived alone. Oh God! Uh, are there any vehicles in the driveway? Uh, yeah, there is. Uh, there is a very nice blue B and W in the driveway that looks like it has not moved in some time. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look at you, Travis. I'm just gonna kind of, kind of like I'm gonna nod. Point my head over the car. I'm just going to go through it and give it a shakedown. Sounds good to me. Uh, is the wizard there? Yeah. I'm right. 
Uh, you want to come help me case the inside of the house, see if we can't find anything? Maybe fill me in on what happened to the church, too? Yeah, I'll do that. Cool. Because both in and out of character, I don't really know what happened at the church. Because <laughs> me and Malin were outside. <laughs> and anyway, I we're like part of it in the podcast. But <laughs> yeah, um, we're going to go inside then. While they're going in, I'm going to head over to the BMW. And Handler, are there any like neighbors out in their yard kind of watching us? Or do I see anybody head in the window kind of business? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, there are there are a few there are a few people milling about as there always are in downtown, but uh, you can't really tell which of them are nosy neighbors and which of them are just people who live in a small town and have nothing better to do. It is hard to, uh, you know, pick which one's which. Um, I guess I'll just kind of once over the BMW if it's unlocked. Not if it's not unlocked, I'm just gonna kind of start walking next door like the nearest outdoor out of door neighbor and kind of ask the question. Yeah, it's unlocked. Um, as I rifle through it, glove box, strong, backseat, front seat, visors, does anything stick out to me? Any documentation, any books, any weird keychains hanging from the mirror? No, it is utterly sterile and anodyne. There is nothing out of place in the BMW. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Like you do find like there's he 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 actually keeps his registration in his glove box like some kind of animal. Fucking right. <laughs> That's a nightmare right there. People do that stress me out. Um What's yeah, the inside of this house looking like? The inside of the house is scrupulously clean. <laughs> it reeks of cool menthol cigarettes. <laughs> and uh and the decor Seems to mostly consist of a Christian iconography consistent with uh, someone who goes to a Pentecostal church. Okay. But there's a lot of it. Like an uncomfortable amount. Like, like they, don't have, they, they don't have the Jesus corner, they got the Jesus house. Yeah, just covering the walls. <laughs> Basically, so yeah. And, uh, in addition to the, uh, the uh, Jesus wall on it in every room, there are also a bunch of little shelves and shit that are covered in models. Like, a model trains, ships, and airplanes. Uh, normal old people stuff. Hey, is there like an office in this house? Seems like a dude doing have an office. Funny you should ask about that. Uh, every, everybody should roll me a... Shit, what do they call it in this game? Investigation. Yeah. I'm not in the house. I'm currently outside. Yeah, you are. Your search is different, so. Yeah, that's a 47 oh, like 30. I feel. It's much better, Alice. Yeah, First better. roll of the night. Fucking 99 on a 20. Ooh. Now, yeah. <laughs> one crit fail and one regular failure. Alrighty. Rock a good start tonight. <laughs> So, poking around through all this mess, which I use figuratively because there is no mess, because this guy's house is entirely too clean. It's like a doctor's office. Uh, you find, uh, in his living room and bedroom, which are connected to one another, he's got a bunch of, uh, framed posters of, of, uh, 
of different NASA spacecraft. Hmm. Ooh, interesting. And there's also a framed photograph of about six dudes together standing uh, out in the desert somewhere and looking very pleased with themselves. And it has written on it at the bottom of the photograph, Me and the Boys, 1964, Los Alamos. Huh. Los Alamos? Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, can you do like a history roll to see if I recognize any of these people? I'll allow it. That's a 52 on a 10. Uh-oh. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a 99 on an 80. <laughs> you see, oh, we've been no. getting really good rolls for a long time, and it's time that we paid the piper. It is. Also, speaking to the handler on this, like, us failing the rolls, are we going to do the whole, you check a box on all your failures and then add a D4 to your skills at the end of the session? Or... Oh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, because, yes, we are doing that. Cool. Because I know I forget that all the time, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've done that a single fucking time. Mm-hmm. You son of a bitch, Travis. I completely forget about it, okay? You just want to fuck us. You're just there to fuck us all the time. I do. All day, every day. All right, so what's the rule? So, when you fail a skill, you can, um... Add a D4 to it, essentially. Okay, does that... I think you, in, if it's a fumble? If it's a, any kind of failure. I don't know if it's a fumble or not. I don't know if that really matters. Well, isn't it... Didn't we say that it's, we were going to do it like you just be at one if you're not proficient in it, but if you're proficient in it, you get the D4? Yeah, so if you're not proficient in it, you get a D4, but if you are, then you... Oh, no. If you're not proficient in it, it's a one, and if you are proficient in it, it's a D4, or if you, like, added anything to it. Yeah. I don't think I'm proficient in history at all, so that's just gonna Well, and I know Billy Bones is not proficient in history because he's a killing machine. He kills people good. All he knows is eat hot chip, lie, and shoot people. <laughs> all he needs to know. And uh while you two are in the bedroom, make alertness check. There we go. That's a 20 on a 40. That's a 99 on a 50. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? That should not be happening this often. Like, shit. That's a third 99 we rolled tonight. I mean, statistically speaking, you're right. Like, this should not be happening. I'm sorry, y'all. God said no. Pretty God much. says get fucked. But uh, you, the wizard Caliban, uh, you notice that uh, there are drag marks on the carpet in the bedroom leading to the leading to the closet as if someone has moved heavy furniture. Alright, I make no verbal acknowledgement of this. I just go to check the closet. Okay. Check through random stuff still. Within the closet, you see that uh, these drag marks go straight to the back wall and then just stop. Ooh. Interesting. We All call right, that I bad juju in my line of work. I, I know everybody else had president code names, but I don't remember Harris Fletcher's. Uh, Agent Green is mine. That's not a president. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm just going to Hey, Green. I've had to say, what's up, wizard? Wizard. 
Have a look at this. Uh, we'll walk over there and look at it with him and be like, hmm. Dread pushing on the wall or anything like that? So far, what I've done is say, hey, green. <laughs> All right. <then. laughs> I'm going to try to push on the wall and see if it does anything. See if there's any kind of like hidden mechanisms back here. Uh, yeah, you push on the wall. And, uh, yeah, you push on the wall. And it swings inward, revealing the secret room. Fuck and yeah. uh, do a little Zelda noise when I do it. Oh, it absolutely did it. <laughs> yes, hell yeah. And uh, this room that is appears the worst to be Zelda door open noise I have ever heard. <laughs> Everybody's a fucking critic. <laughs> I know. Uh. Right, I'm going to take my flashlight out of my pocket and go on into the secret room. Alright, the secret room appears to be a small office. And like, I mean like small, small. There's enough room for a desk, a chair, a filing cabinet, and some shit on the walls, and that's it. Because it looks like man's built this himself by just turning his walk-in closet into a not-a-walk-in closet. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> A man smoking that spook pack. Like he 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 reeks of of alphabet agency. <laughs> and uh, the walls, yes. Can I, uh, can I say that Caliban has, uh, in place of a flashlight, a modified flashlight? Like he took, uh, he took like a standard mag light, and built a new, or more likely had built for him a new uh, end piece. And so now it's basically an electric candelabra. My God. <laughs> sure. Yes, uh, I love it. Like, it's you know, those little, those little light bulbs that look like uh, fl- that look like candles that people put in their window? Yes. 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 This this is three of those on the end of a maglite. God damn. I feel I like the wizard I feel like the wizard would have that. I would be less yeah. surprised if you whipped out like a storm lantern or something like that. <laughs> I did yeah. seriously consider pulling one of those out and then decided <laughs> the shitty uh, uh attempt at a candelabra would be easier to hide in a trench coat. <laughs> it's also more in line with your character, I feel like. I feel like the wizard would definitely have that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sure. Like, don't get me wrong, there are very much hurricane lanterns in his apartment. He just doesn't have them with him. <laughs> he just doesn't carry them with him. That would just be absurd. Well, let's investigate this dark room. And he pulls out his fucking baby lamp and starts filling it with kerosene. It honestly between that or doing like an old old school carbide lantern, you put carbide pellets in the uh, water and you pressurize it and you light the end of it. Yes. Okay. Genuinely, though, my first thought was candle. (laughs) I mean, you are a wizard, so. (laughs) All right. What's in this here room (laughs) besides filing cabinet? So the interior of this room, you got a beautiful mahogany secretary desk with a uh, mahogany. (laughs) Rich mahogany. Mahogany. 
at least someone knew what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah I think that might be the first time with this group that only one person got the reference, and it was me. <laughs> What's the reference? No, I think we had two different references in play at the same time. Yeah, I, uh, well, I was fixing to say I was referencing something that I don't think we were referencing the same thing. I was referencing the um Dragon Ball Abridged. Yeah, no, like I was me, not. Me oh, and Travis okay, yeah, were no. on DBZ Abridged, and yeah. Alice was doing Hunger Games, and I don't know what <laughs> Fathead was doing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine's a um a King of the Hill reference, and he says, "Find the small." Okay, so on this uh, beautiful secretary desk made of a mahogany, <laughs> there there is a uh, an old tiny Smith Corona typewriter, an incomplete typescript, a book, and what looks like a business card. And on the walls all around are a bunch more black and white photographs that appear to uh, show some uh, quick little snapshots of what uh, Mr. Erasmus Oberfell, if that is his real name, was doing in the years prior to 1945. Nothing good, I imagine. Oh, God, nothing good at all. Oh, no. Is my man, is my man, an, operation, is my man an Operation Paperclip guy? Yeah. Yeah, we established yeah. that last week. Yeah. See, I... Between, last Actually, week, honestly... None of the characters actually said it out loud. Yeah, we never really said it out loud. I was sitting there alluding to it, because I was like, I'm not sure if he's in Operation Paperclip or not. No, Billy Bones is currently digging through the trunk of the BMW going, German car. German <laughs> paperclip. Son of a bitch. And it all happens. <laughs> it just all yeah. clicks. Yeah, because it clicks. It is not BMW, it is BMW. It stands for Bayern Motorwerk. That's all I can hear in my brain. Christ. Uh, I would gesture at the pictures on the wall and be like, uh, anything you recognize here, wizard? Uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, he had shitty taste in typewriters. Fair. <laughs> uh, uh, this is not card? my opinion, but, uh, Caliban has a much beloved Sears Tower. Oh, okay. <laughs> This isn't Alice's opinion on typewriters. This is just Caliban's. No, this is Caliban's opinion. <laughs> uh, are you telling me you don't have strong opinions on typewriters, Alice? It sounds like Alice. It sounds like I you actually, have strong opinions. I, like straight up, I punched into DuckDuckGo, the uh, <laughs> typewriter brand, and <laughs> decided Caliban preferred the first one I I found that wasn't Corona. <laughs> That's great. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, so now let's look at Erasmus Oberfeld's business card. <laughs> it even has a watermark on it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I need to go return some videotapes, and I leave the secret room. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in the secret room, you're in the car. What? No, Bones is in the car. Yeah, Bones is in the car. <laughs> Bones in the car. Oh, fuck. Like, what's Bones been doing this whole time? Are you, at this point, just sitting behind the wheel of the car and pretending to drive it? It's a, it's literally an M5 BMW. I've never driven an M-series. I'm very jealous of this crowd bastard. 
I like to think he has driving gloves in there and Bones has found them and he's putting them on. Just oh, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's 100%. A hundred percent. I'm, I'm keeping the gloves. The gloves are totally mine. He's okay, reading the registration. Uh, handler, do I notice anything? Uh, what's your history? Uh, 82 now. Damn. Uh, yeah. You, uh. Caliban is the nerd of this party. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, that's with some usable skills. With the fucking, uh. Having seen the picture of what a uh, Mr. Oberfeld looked like in 1964, you, uh are able to surmise that all of these photographs contain a younger version of him wearing an SS uniform with a major's rank insignia. God damn. They got a hard hitter. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on now. This motherfucker was kicking in the year 2022 of our Lord. He's like a billion years old. Oh, yeah. He's fucking a hundred and something. Yeah. That's just now yeah, dying on me. I think you said 103 last year. Or last yeah. week. Feels like last year. <laughs> Holy fuck. My god. Hitler prefers his card to mine. Alright, so, uh, noticing this, I, uh, Caliban's gonna go, uh, anyway, aside from the typewriter thing, uh, this dude was a major Nazi. Quite literally. Nice. Yeah. I, mean, I guess and that makes sense because you got paid for it. I do not point out the rank. If you notice it on your own and appreciate the pun, that's fine. But I'm just I'm just leaving it out there. And uh, the business card that Fletcher was looking at is oh uh, is printed on a very very expensive looking very very expensive looking parchment colored cardstock, and uh, all it says on, and all it has on it is uh, an insignia of a pair of crossed rifles. A, a series of numbers that might be a phone number, and one word. It says Restitutio. So, well, I'm, I'm done looting the car, and I'm gonna, like, shelter in the house, and basically walk room to room, going, guys? Guys? Until I finally all out. I'll hear you saying that, and say, we're in here. Phones. So, uh, I also hear it, because we're standing right next to each other, and I yell back, Polo! <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I poke my head back in the, uh, in the, in the closet. Oh, we've got a spook space. So you said it might be a phone number. What do you mean by that? Uh, what I meant by that is it is a uh, long and seemingly nonsensical string of 12 numbers. Hmm. Okay. Phone numbers. European phone numbers are longer than American. Yeah, they've yeah. got a technically not by much. Like they've all got a country code, including U.S. numbers. It's just that ours is plus one, so yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, like a phone number is ten digits, and then they have the plus two, two numbers. It'll be plus two, so it'll be twelve. Mm. Uh, Nine digits you... plus the one. For us in America. Has Agent Green shown this stuff around anybody else? Or is uh, he just looking? I'm just looking at it right now. Um, I want to take out my burner phone and punch in that number. Are you calling it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your phone, <laughs> ring, your phone rings for a minute. And then it keeps ringing and ringing. 
right when you're about to give up, it connects. Mm. And uh, you hear two things. One, you hear a weird rhythmic breathing noise that you, as an FBI agent, would immediately recognize as a sign that someone else is listening in on this phone call. Okay. But not not in like a not in like a modern way, like the way it was back on old tiny landline phones, like old wiretap phones where you'd hear the clicking going on. Yeah, and uh, and you you hear a voice just say, "Beat." Uh, oh shit! I'm gonna say restitutio to the phone. Who is this? What was this guy's name in the um house? Erasmus Oberfell. I'm Erasmus Oberfell's handler. I was getting in touch with you, seeing as though he's fallen off the map. It hangs up. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so much for that. I'm going to look at him and say, pretty sure you were talking to his handler. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Hmm. Um... I would toss the phone number down. Do I recognize the area or the country code or anything on this phone number? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, you have the smartphone, right? You can just Google it. I guess that is true. And I am technically an FBI agent, so I can find out, like, phone numbers and whatnot. Uh, I'll go ahead and put the card in my pocket just to keep it for a little while. Alright. And let's see, uh, items of interest still include, uh, the <laughs> incomplete TypeScript and the book. I'm gonna pick the oh, book yeah, up I, and I start was, thumbing it. I was looking at the typewriter, so I'm presumably also on that. The book appears to be a very, very old Bible, small enough to fit in one's pocket, and it is stamped with a Red Cross logo. Hmm. I'm gonna open it up and just kind of actually, I want to look at the um the index and see like, is this a modern Bible, like when it was printed, who printed it, the books of the Bible, are they all in sequence, that kind of stuff. Just see if there's anything out of place, because hell, this place feels out of place. Okay, well, the entire thing is in German. And, uh, <laughs> it says printed in, uh, Normandy in 1943. Mm. No, 44. 44, okay. Is there anything else that would indicate you know, I obviously don't read German, so, uh, all right, well, I don't read German. It's useless to me. I'm just gonna close it and set it back down on the desk. Actually, why don't you roll, um, I'm not sure which skill this would be. Probably a cult. Cult. Okay, I can definitely do that, even though I have, like, dick all for a cult, but I'll definitely do it. Yep. Because <laughs> this has definitely piqued my curiosity. Just de facto, uh, Billy Bones is an atypical 65-year-old white guy, which means he's probably a World War II buff. So my man's definitely pouring over this. Alright. The most boring of wars. <laughs> I got a 36 on a on a 10, so no, I did not. Get yeah, you, you, don't know, you don't know dick all. Um, I'm going to look over at the wizard Caliban like, yo, what do you make of this? And I will take a look. I assume I also roll? Yeah. Uh, it is not a crit. Okay. You remember vaguely hearing something about, uh, 
some scuttlebutt about back in World War II when the program was still an arm of the OSS. Something about Nazi occult science programs doing something with Red Cross pocket Bibles, but you're not sure what that means exactly. Oh, wait a second. Is this some Teutonic shit? Oh, hell, that's what we're doing. Uh, by the program, you mean the green? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look at it and go, this was our shit. No, it was the Nazi shit. It was just some shit that y'all knew about. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I, I thought you were saying that, um, that the program did stuff with Nazi Bibles. Okay, I, I misunderstood. Um, Hirotechia. So, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at it and be like, yeah. not Lord. sure details, but this is definitely in our wheelhouse. Like, this is, this, this is some old school Delta Green shit. Hmm. What if we go see old boy who set us up with this? Maybe he has some insight. He's an old timer. You know, I call him too. Could do that. I do say we we should probably touch base with everything here. We still need to talk to the foreigner. Probably check out that green box. Then we can go talk to old Gunny. You know, just make yeah. sure we got everything we need before we go talk to him. Mm. Uh, I am still looking at the type writer thing. Okay, so the TypeScript in the typewriter. Let's see, there is one page which you assume to be what he was working on when he disappeared still in the typewriter. And beside it, a bunch of typewritten pages neatly stacked. That, uh, the front page... Hmm, words. Is it in English or is it in German? What are, uh, what are Taliban's foreign language proficiencies? Uh, Inakian. Okay. So, kind of a, it is, it is written in this beautiful, ornate, black letter typeface. And, uh, the language it's written in, you, uh, even if you don't speak German, you spend enough time reading weird books that you can recognize it. And, uh, like after struggling to comprehend this ornate ass black letter font, you, uh, Recognize that this, that whatever language this is written in looks an awful lot like German, but is not quite German. Uh, roll, uh, I'm guessing probably anthropology. Anthropology? Be my guess? Yeah, roll anthropology. Uh, 59 on an 80. Okay, you, uh, are not sure because it's utterly foreign to you, but are beginning to suspect that it's actually written in Gothic. Andrew. And, uh, what you can pick out without actually comprehending the text is that the, uh, the, the front, the, the page with all the front matter is, uh, is signed, uh, Oberstgruppenführer Albert von Hockel. Hmm. Interesting. And, uh, and the, the final page still in the typewriter appears to have, uh, ceased being written upon quite suddenly. And, uh, underneath the typescript, sitting on the desk, you find two things. One, a piece of paper with, uh, the unit insignia of the SS Karatechia drawn on it. Uh, I'll skip, grab it, you right. Yep. 
And you also find an ancient, old-timey, like, 60s-era access keycard, which has a Mr. Overfell's much younger face and his name on it, and uh, another long string of numbers, which he takes to be a numerical designation, and the letters MJ. He's bringing out all the shit from Delta Green's past now. Uh, given my background, I'm going to assume all of this just makes sense to me. Hmm. Actually, make, give me an occult roll. I think this would be considered a cult. I'm not entirely sure. We don't oh, really... are. You fucking... Yeah. It'd be somewhere between history and occult, that's for sure. This yeah. game needs to have an institutional knowledge skill. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie? Yes? That's a hundred on a ninety-nine. Oof. Jesus fuck. Michael Jordan? <laughs> Ninety-nine in this goddamn skill, and this this dude must have really loved Space Jam. <laughs> so you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the card can be used to unlock the secret room where they hide MJ's secret stuff. <laughs> Damn, we gotta get there before the Monstars do. Uh, All you have to do is log on to griffinspacejam.com. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. See, I actually live in an alternate timeline where Charles Barkley was in Space Jam, and it ended much worse. God, I'd never seen so much blood. Okay, wait a second. Charles Barkley was in Space Jam. Well, yeah, but he was the main character of Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's instead of Instead of it being like, Michael Jordan, oh, he's retired. No, no, it's like 93 Phoenix. Charles Walker, he's like a bad boy. Oh, I'm going to take you out. I'm only 6'4". Oh, I can beat you up, chat. You know, that Charles Walker. Yeah, okay. he was in Space Jam. Yeah, but he was... He was in Space Jam. <laughs> I mean, I know he was in Space Jam, but it's hard. He's the Do Michael you know Jordan. he was in Space Jam? Are you sure? He's the Michael Jordan in this in my Space Jam story. <laughs> what are those? What are those things? What are those things? Where it's like the Bernstein Bears? It's spelled two different ways. People say, "I swear to God, it's spelled the right way." They have a name to that effect. Mandela. Effect. Yeah, the Mandela effect. Yeah. Well, my Mandela effect is that Charles Barkley was in fucking Space Jam as the main character. I fucking hate the Mandela effect. Stupid shit. With my hundred on a ninety-nine, I'm just gonna throw in the Moncala effect. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, actually never had, I've never had the Mandela effect ever, like, in my life. I've never experienced it. Yeah, I think we've all experienced it, but most of us just call it being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> See, actually, now that like, I'm always right, I'm never wrong. Much like Jan Michael Vincent, I will, in fact, live forever and always be right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Only because the king loves you so much. <laughs> he wants to put his weird yellow fingers all over you. Mm, yeah, get a, he gotta get a flavor for me. Uh, working with the program for like, I guess I've been with the program for like two or three years. Would I recognize any of this stuff just from like rumors or anything? Uh, be- before we get to that, uh, utterly embarrassed by sudden inability to not make heads or tails of anything he's looking at. Uh, Caliban is just gonna nod and go, hmm. <laughs> Faintly <laughs> <laughs> in the distance, we hear. 
Alright, so Fletcher would up. Uh, how long has Fletcher been with the program? He's been with the program like three-ish years by now. Okay. You would recognize off the bat, just off the top of your head, that, uh, that the Nazis were, well, not the Nazis broadly, but like, uh, small and much maligned faction within the Nazis were big into occult shit. And, uh, and also that the letters MJ are significant in some type of a way. Okay. I don't really know what they mean. Nah. Okay. Those sons of bitches are at it again. <laughs> Actually, um, I love that I've already established that Caliban doesn't say shit about fucking Lucy, absolutely. Yeah. So this looks like just more than mm. <laughs> Actually, uh, Caliban, make a luck roll. Oh, uh, how does that work? Uh, roll me a d100 and just tell me if it's over or under 50. Ooh. Or if you want to be really mean, you make him call it. Okay. After uh, puzzling over the uh, over over the front matter of this uh, ty- of this type script, you notice that uh, before it uh, turns into gothic, it does begin with uh, two sentences that are in English. It says, uh, "This is this is the story of a life that was wasted furthering the ambitions of powerful men who believe in nothing." This Ooh. is my this is my story. It. Damn. Does this desk have any drawers on it or anything? Or is it just straight up wood mahogany desk? No, it's uh it's got drawers and shit, but there's not really anything of interest in there besides uh stationery and pens and shit. And uh it also contains uh two handguns, both locked and loaded. What kind of handguns are they? Uh, they're, they're modern, so I'll say there's a, a Glock 19, and then, uh, what's a good pull for this? I would say you'd have a Jericho, but I feel like being German, he probably wouldn't like Jerichos very much. No, <laughs> so he'd have one of those, he'd have one of those pistols chambered in the 762 pistol rounds. Mm-hmm. Now I give it uh, 26. No, there's a high point in there. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take the Glock. Because you know what? It's good to shoot people with a gun that's not my service pistol. <laughs> like, sweet free gun. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm take that Glock and tuck it into my uh, back of my waistband. I'm going to take the other pistol out and put it on the desk because I'm going through it. Kind of give Bones and the Wizard like a look. Like, if you want it, take it. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Bones could not... Could bones just wait for shit to shoot, man. This is all above bone pay grade. Oh, you said there's a filing cabinet in this room, right, too? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go through that filing cabinet, see if there's anything in there. Shit, uh, why I did I put a filing to... cabinet in here? <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a closer look at the gothic part and see if I can pick out any words to try and identify whether this guy is an actual ex Nazi or an ex ex Nazi. Mm-hmm. Go pee real quick. Oh god, now there's a historical detail that I've forgotten and am, and am embarrassed about having forgotten. I know how Caliban feels. Google Gothic language Bible.
Okay, you've uh, you've done enough um, historical and esoteric reading that uh, even if you couldn't comprehend it of it, you've at least like seen the text of say uh, Ulfilas's Gothic Bible. So, what immediately sticks out to you is that there are a lot of hyphenated words that uh, uh there are a lot of hyphenated words that uh you given your experience can make the logical guess that these are neologisms interesting that since uh, the gothic language has been extinct for about 1500 years you uh, that someone writing about the modern world in gothic would need to make up a lot of new words for computers and shit and the way that's usually done in a other other conservative languages like Icelandic is by taking existing words and smashing them together into compounds. Okay. And uh for our for the uh, the filing cabinet. Uh Fletcher, give me a search roll. A forty five on a thirty-four, so I failed. Yeah, there's a lot of papers and shit in here. Well, yeah, there are. And, uh, a lot of them seem to, uh, be related in some way to various and sundry aerospace programs. Hmm. I already see where this is going. Hmm. Out of here, at least. Unfortunately, Harris Fletcher's a dumbass, so. Uh, that reminds me, actually. I was gonna ask before. Uh, the pictures on the wall with him in front of various aerospace shit. Uh, can I tell, uh, can I tell which projects? Like, is this Mercury area, era? Is it Gemini? Is it Apollo? Okay, you can tell that it, uh, mostly has to do with, uh, aeroplanes and rockets. Not so, not so much space travel. Space travel was just something this dude was super interested in. Okay. And uh from looking through all this shit, you can glean that uh he that that back in a day he worked at uh some sort of Lockheed Skunk Skunk Works program. Black site. Fun stuff. I'm gonna finish going through this file cabinet, not really find anything, I guess, useful in there. <laughs> I gotta rub my eyes and I'll look at Calvin and be like, is there anything useful in um whatever he's writing in there? Kind of look over your shoulder to see what's on the typewriter. Short answer is maybe. And I grab it and I stuff it in my trench coat. Just grab the whole stack of paper, fold it in half as one, and stuck, stick it in an inside pocket. <laughs> okay. Maybe works for me. What language is that in? Gothic. Alright. Something I can't speak or read, that's for damn sure. You gotta find it from expert. Yep. All I speak is French and Spanish. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, Gothic's like the root language of that, isn't it? What it came from? But I feel like I still wouldn't be able to read that at all. Yeah, Gothic is an East Germanic language, which uh, is a completely different branch than all the other ones. So, it's like uh, Old High German, but slightly to the left. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and there are... Well, slightly and to the right, actually. What? A. Lamau. 
And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, there are a lot of Gothic loan words in Spanish because there were a, in Spanish and Italian because of the Gothic kingdoms in Spain and Italy. But <laughs> for all, uh, practical purposes, it died out about 1500 years ago. Gotcha. <laughs> Actually, fun fact: one of those uh, loan one of those loan words is actually Rico. Hmm. Oh, huh. Johnny Rico, we got some bugs to kill. So, like a Puerto right, Rico I'm, I'm, being I'm, the rich port is a cognate with German right hmm. and, that, and okay, English rich. You. Um, you said Rico, and all my brain did was the racketeering and whatnot, whatever it is. But yeah, that is uh, all you have been able to find in the house of a. Mr. Oberfell, if that is his real name. Uh, can I check the desk for, like, secret latches to buttons, switches, toggles, whatever, to open secret compartments? Uh, sure. Give me a search roll. Extra secrets in the secret room. Nope. That's a 93 on a 21. A lot of nineties and above. I know. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, yeah, this is a really nice desk, and it's like a proper secretary desk with that big thing on the front you can lift up. The roll top, yeah. And it's just full. And uh, yeah, it's just full of uh stationery. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're standing there marveling <laughs> at the. Uh, you're just stealing all this man's notebook paper. <laughs> No, 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 the desk. I, I was joking. I said I put the I put the desk in my coat too. Okay. So yeah, you're just standing there marveling at the engineering wonder that is a secretary desk. Honestly, I might do that out of character too. They're cool. Yeah, they are really cool. I had one when I was a teenager, and then my parents gave it away while I while I was gone, and I'm still mad about that. I love that. Desk. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. One of these I, days, I have money. I'm gonna send you a roll top desk, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, send send me a roll top desk with all your lettuce money. <laughs> <laughs> Double funny because lettuce is money. <laughs> the most delicious of money. All right. All right. And, uh, other points of interest, we were uh, talking about checking it out included a. Uh, Speaking with the coroner and uh, checking out what's in the green box. Yep. I say we go to the green box. Before we leave, I would like to check his liquor cabinet. You have never seen so much peppermint schnapps in one place at one time before. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else or just the schnapps? It's all schnapps all the way down. God damn it. Oh no, there is a bottle of cognac in there. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna grab the bottle of cognac and uh a rag from the kitchen. I'm gonna stuff the rag in. Yes. <laughs> are we are we are we are we doing this? I would have watched you doing this and be like, no, please don't. <laughs> and then I'm gonna get it, <laughs> back to the spook room and I'm not really gonna stop you if you could do the whole Willy Wonka no, please. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm going to light the end of it and say we should leave. I'm already at the door before. I've, I've seen you doing this, and I'm, like, heading out the door back to the car. 
saying, fuck it, I'm leaving as well. <laughs> and I Molotov that shit. Okay. You do that. God. Is Konyak even a high enough proof to burn like that? It's only like, what, 40? If that, maybe? I don't know. I think you, I think you need 50 to make a Molotov. 50 to 60. Yeah, Konyak is 40%. Good enough. That man's got enough okay, that's, that's, that's honestly even better. I'm in love with the idea of Caliban attempting to Molotov a room full of Nazi shit, and it just not working. <laughs> it smolders out. <laughs> it's like, well, we gave it a try, at least. <laughs> and now well, that we're flooded with alcohol. Yeah. We tried, and that's what? what's important. Exactly. We did our best. Alright, so when I, when I see this happen, uh, I go back to the kitchen. What kind of stove does he have? Uh, he has a nice uh, electric stove. Yeah, I watch you, like, fiddle around the stove and whatnot, and I'm like, dude, just go light his coats on fire. <laughs> All right, if you want to burn there, his house down I, so I, bad. I, I see it's electric, and I just uh, turn around. Right back around and go looking for uh, the furnace closet. So stuff as much silverware as possible in the microwave and put it on popcorn. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like sitting in the car and the radio's on. I'm just kind of like looking at my pants, rubbing my legs, my knees. Like, hmm, any moment now. Because <laughs> y'all are taking forever to blow this building. I'm kind of getting antsy for where I just want to like, I've got hand grenades and guns. Just, you know, I can make this place go up. Doesn't Billy Bones have Doesn't Billy Bones have trauma related to buildings blowing up? He does. <laughs> he does actually. And the idea of blowing something up stresses him out. <laughs> actually, I get a nice overlap of the Oklahoma City bombing every time I see something go up. Like, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, do I manage to find his furnace? Sure. I blow out the pilot light. Wait, 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 hang on. We're in Mississippi in this, correct? Yeah. Who the fuck has a furnace as gas lit? Nobody has that shit. Uh, Good point. I mean, it's Mississippi water tank is gas lit. That would, okay, make sense. That, yeah. that would be the best thing to do. Okay, okay so you can blow out the pilot light on this fucking water heater. Uh, and then I'm going to light a cigarette and leave it about three feet away and then leave. All right. Going on with that, I want to snag some of the files of the filing cabinet, and then I'm just leaving as well, letting him do whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, once I set that cigarette fuse, I'm just power walking back to the car. Um, I get in. I get in Billy Montgomery's car. Oh, hell yeah. We're we all getting in the bug again? <laughs> yep. No, no, no. Because there, there were, we took two cars to oh, get yeah, here. Oh, yeah. Two cars, four. right. Yeah, y'all are in the bug, and he's climbing into the Nissan hard body. <laughs> and so I, I climb in, and without saying anything to anybody, I drive away a little too fast. I'm still in the passenger seat. I'm, like, waving at the neighbors as this is happening. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in the driver's seat and start going towards the green box. It's another day at the office. 
It always comes back to Arcee. Every fucking time. <laughs> we just decided that we're just that group. Listen, what Impossible Landscapes taught us is that arson is always the right thing to do and never has negative consequences. It never comes back to bite me in the ass. The opposite of that. <laughs> uh. For the record, I wasn't there for that, and the last time arson happened when I was in the group, I was dead for it, so this doesn't count. Did we burn, did we burn no, something yeah. the last campaign? You know, yeah, Alice burned right. up the guy you wanted to talk to. No. No. It was no. Just, uh, uh, Kevin died at the gas station, and then y'all blew yeah. it up. That's oh, right. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't there for that. Yep. <laughs> Old Marlene killed him. Mm. Love Marlene. Love Marlene. Yeah, you do. Can't go wrong. I never had an issue with Marlene. I wanted. I was the one who was like, "Yeah, I'll just burn her up in the damn sewage." But no, 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 no. Rebecca and McKelly. No, we got to save her. I'm like, no, no, I don't think so. Everyone else wants to save her. Not me, ma'am. Not me. I was like, she's been sitting in raw sewage for weeks. There's no way she should be alive. Just felt bad in the beginning. But 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 all McKelly. I'm like, no, we got to save her. But no, I don't. I don't like this. Listen, I know myself well enough to know that if in real life I I found a toilet Dracula, my first instinct would be would be to try to find out what the hell is going on, and then I would worry about not dying. Mm. Not me, not me, Natalie. I've got I've got a really good actually I've got a really terrible self sense of self preservation. Terrible in real life, but if I find a woman who's been living in a septic tank for an unknown amount of time and is still living. Uh, I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just nip this from the bud. Shoot first. Yeah. She's never. Yeah, no, basically. If, if last things last happened to me in real life, I would be like, tell me your secrets, Toilet Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know more? Click here to find out. And there's yeah. one There's one thing that we did not establish. Is Marlene hot? I mean, she, she did do it at a strip club. Like, stringy hair, so no, not really. Wait, wait, Travis, didn't she do a bit at a strip club? No, that was the other one. That was the video that y'all found. Yeah, the one where she was speaking in French and, and whatnot. Yeah, she was speaking in French and then she blew up into worms. That, well, that's right. That's all that happened. It went from hot to scary really fast. But yeah, once she was, uh, once she was, once she was out of the septic tank, I might have been like, so, do you need like a minion? Because I'm looking, I'm looking for a career change. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so Natalie, are you, when you say minion, are you thinking more like Tom Waits and Strong Broke, uh, the the Dracula with Francis Ford, or are you talking like Benny from the Mummy? I'd be like Benny from the Mummy, but gay. Oh, okay, that's uh, okay. Gay for O'Connell or gay for the mummy? For the mummy, obviously. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I had to ask because I mean, I'm just saying. I, we've all seen the mummy. The mummy ain't got shit on Rick for like three quarters of the movie. Anyways, I feel like we're getting a little off topic. I mean, that's what we do here. It is. We're professional. Get off topic. Travis left. Yeah. We're, that we're literally we're the epitome of our of our friend group is just trust. I'm professional, and then we proceed to show the most unprofessional behavior. <laughs> we proceed to show we are not, in fact, professionals. 
you know, such as attempting to seduce the toilet Dracula. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be a Renfield. I don't care. I'll, <laughs> no, eat, like... I'll eat all the, I'll eat all the snakes and spiders you got. Uh, you remember last time we ran that when I had, uh, who was, I was running a live barber. Oh yeah, that's right. It was with them Tanner and all them. Yeah, and I got, I was like, I'm on jugger with the knife good. And I got my shit, I got my shit rock bar. She ripped your fucking throat out. But I got taken oh, to the hospital. I got taken to the hospital. That's because I felt bad about killing players then. I don't exactly feel bad about it no more. That's a you problem, not a me problem. Yeah, I know you don't feel bad about it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> R.I.P. Goody Praise Good. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring her back wrong. Just you wait. No, don't you wait. She already is brought back wrong. Not Jan Michael Vincent. He's gonna live forever. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, Handler, looking at this <laughs> map, uh huh. where is, uh, the house we just left isn't on the map, I know. But where right. on the map would it be? Uh, let me just pull this bitch you up. You said it was, like, downtown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, Somewhere between uh, eight and nine. Okay. okay. So, how close to the green box do we get before the ship blows up? How far away are we? I'll say that uh, you make it across the bridge over Steel Bayou toward the trailer parks, and then uh, and then you and then you hear uh, a big and hear a big rumbling noise. Ah. Uh. I didn't want to interject, but can a, can a cigarette ignite natural gas? Probably not. But, you know, it sounds cool that way. Yeah, cool. it's cool. Yeah. I'll, the rule of cool abides, it blew the fuck up. In all honesty, you probably need, like, fireplace fire to actually catch that. I doubt a cigarette would do anything. It would probably just put it out. But I mean, a cigarette, cool a cigarette can't ignite gas to you. They don't burn hot enough anymore. Mm. Anyways, let's put this green box. I want to see what's inside of it. I love a green box. Some kind of terrible thing in there. All right, Man, so like, uh, like three or four times, just in my attempt to blow up this house, I've I've been like, "Hey, I do this cool thing." You're like, "No, that's not how that works." <laughs> I'm sorry, Alice. We'll be quiet <laughs> on the same front. Yeah. Is Caliban a movie fan? Uh, sort of. Um, he he's a fan of certain uh, espionage type films, like uh, like he loved No Way Out, Ooh. but uh, mostly he thinks the format is just generally inferior to novels. Okay. That could explain why, while he's while he's doing all these like movie s, I'm gonna blow shit up and they're not working to set up in real life. And the U.S. Marshal, the FBI case officer, are like mm, maybe that won't work, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like the spirit. <laughs> Look, as soon as, as soon as I saw him grabbing the cognac, I'm like, I'm going to talk. <laughs> well, it's fine. Out. It's whatever. He was a Nazi. Exactly. I mean, basically. Okay. <laughs> All right, so so now we have a question. Uh, since that wouldn't have worked, uh, 
did the house in fact blow up because Harris Fletcher set something else on fire and there was an open flame for the natural gas to hit? <laughs> I'll say yeah. I probably like took some files out of the filing cabinet and then set it on fire because I knew yours wasn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. No, no, what had happened was you still have the bottle of cog- cognac with the burning rag in it. <laughs> and then the uh, and then the natural gas from the water heater puts out the cigarette, and then hits the smoldering and then hits the burning rag in what is basically a bottle of water, and that and that causes the whole shit to blow up. It's probably caught the car on fire by now, <laughs> like a, a with your Rube Goldberg ass arson attempt. <laughs> Fucked so many things up that it worked. Yeah. Like the, chicken, the chicken lays an egg and it knocks over a broom and sets the house on fire and then a basket falls on the mouse and the mouse is trapped. <laughs> I love this version of mouse trap. Uh, anyways, back to this here green box. <laughs> so you uh go to the address that your case officer gave you which is on the wrong side of Steel Bayou, out in a in in a, in the middle of a trailer park, and uh, you go you uh, go up there to one of the trailers, open the door, get on the floor, and uh, walk the dinosaur. Yeah, you walk <laughs> the dinosaur, and uh, yeah, it just looks like a regular ass mobile home that no one's been in in probably a couple of weeks. But, uh, you see that, uh, the cabinets are heavily stocked with non-perishable food. There is, uh, what appears to be a shoebox full of U.S. President dollar coins. And there is also a big wooden shipping crate in the middle of, in the middle of the floor that, uh, Looks old as balls, and it's kind of a termite eaten and rotting a bit. And stamped, and uh, it has stamped on the top of it two things. Initially, it was stamped with a big swastika, but then someone stamped Office of Strategic Services over the top of that. Hell yeah, I, l- I love uh, love it when we do that, guys. Love it. It's good stuff. And uh, let me see what we have in. The- what I wrote down what we have in the box. If there's an MP40, I want it. Billy Bones actually says this audibly. Uh, Caliban is taking the box of uh, the box of coins when we leave. And uh, within this ship, within this uh, shipping crate, you find uh, two. Two Fig 44 assault rifles, two PPSH submachine guns, six riot grenades, one Mark II pineapple grenade, take that, and three Mosin Nagant bolt action rifles. What, what were the first? The first two things. Uh, you had a. Three uh, Stig 44 assault rifles and two PPSH submachine guns. So we got the. Sh- it's a Sturmgewehr, right? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. 
Um, and a, and as soon as you open this box, the entire trailer just fucking reeks of Cosmoline. Mm. I want to pull out one of those PPSHs and I like whisper to myself, "Good hunting, stalker." As I'm like looking at it, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely gonna pick up a Schumgewehr and, and and like I know immediately what the fuck it is, and I'm like, nice. Oh, uh, you I'm gonna to say, well. Should we use this as a base of operations and keep all of our um, more esoteric shit here instead of say at the hotel room? I'm already walking out my rifle, laying on whatever couch is in here. I'm just kind of like ogling it. Uh, Agent Green makes this suggestion, and I am immediately turn and go back out to the car. Um, mm -hmm. pop the hood on the bug, and bring my duffel in. Alright, that'll do. Just not saying anything. Like, you're like, you you go, should we make this our base of operations? And I leave. <laughs> and, and then come back here, I come back myself. Alright. Because this is some hell of firepower, and even though we are federal agents, it's uh probably not going to be good to get caught walking around with these things. Oh. <laughs> uh. I reach into the crate and grab the pineapple and one of the riot grenades, and they disappear into my coat. So now uh, you and Billy Bones are in the grenade club together. Makes me right. anxious that there's a lot of people walking around with grenades in their pockets. <laughs> and none of them are happy to see you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to grab that shoebox of dollar coins and just... Stuff the whole, um, I'm gonna open it, sift through to make sure there's nothing hidden in it. And if there's not, I just take the whole box and shove the whole thing in my duffel. Okay. That's, that's like $300 right there. Oh, yep. god damn. <laughs> it's I heavy as bar, fuck. Okay? It's heavy as fuck, and the shoebox starts to fall apart as you pick it up. Oh, god. Why can't I hold all these coins? <laughs> Like, I'm walking there with both hands underneath it, just sort of stabilizing with the end of my thumbs. Yeah, fucking Sonic over ass over here, <laughs> dropping coins everywhere. Yeah, don't don't bump into nothing, you'll lose all your ranks. <laughs> <laughs> like, once like it's in the once it's in the duffel, it can fall apart all at once. <laughs> You're gonna drop that duffel at some point, and some kid is gonna be like, Damn, Sanic, where'd you get all them ranks? Uh, you know, fuck. it wasn't until y'all make a lot there of references I don't get, but it wasn't until just now that I fully grasped how <laughs> different our uh, media experiences have been. Because that's a perfect opportunity to reference rant by Chuck Palahniuk, and no, nobody did. Oh, oh, oh. It's Dude. funny, it's, it's funny you talk about Chuck, because I was just reading, oh, fuck, Travis, you remember, it's the one where the guy was on the air, on the airplane, what was saying, the fucking book? Oh, Survivor? I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not yeah. Survivor. I don't remember what it's called, but no, it's dark. No, no, it, no, no, it's the one where it opens up and he's over the Atlantic and the plane's going down, and he's like, yeah, taking he's it over. himself, and he's been like, doing steroids and all that to, um, yeah. like, be like, 
a messiah type figure, some cult. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because what he did is he worked as like a suicide hotline operator, but he was like real fucked up and was like telling people to kill themselves. Yeah, and that's how he found old girl because he went to the um, graveyards and shit. Yeah, and he was the reason that old old girl's brother killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. I like Chuck's work, Alice. That's the point of this this digression. Yeah, I, I got that. But, but all right, well, we're all, we're all allowed to agree underneath rocks. And nobody pulls the rant reference. So I'm like, wow. Wow, we have different we have different experiences. Oh, we do. But that's the yeah. beauty of this group as a collective. Collect our collective knowledge is vast. Exactly. Yeah. Together like we strong. Like I have opinions about Chuck Palahniuk that I'm not gonna go into here. But also but also I'm not one to talk because like my brain has been turned into Swiss cheese by image board cultures. <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally, totally get you there. Trust me, I get you. So, like your your reference to Chuck Palahniuk, who I do not like at all, is probably like way more is probably like way more on the up and up than any meme references I make. <laughs> Damn it, Travis always with the pissing. I got a small bladder, so shut the fuck up. Just, you got them small, you get that small bladder from your daddy with the small feet? Well, you know what they say about a man with big feet? He's got a big bladder. You see, I mean, it's Travis isn't here, so. But Alice, for background information, Travis's father is a hard ass. He is the epitome of raging against the dying of the life. A man that's 64 years old and like pulls his truck around in the, in his backyard with chains strapped to his body. Um, but the point is, the man has like size eight and a half in men's feet. He's got really small feet to be a six foot tall man. It looks, it's actually kind of like noticeable. And the first time I met Tanner, or one of the first times I was like, man, little feet. He did not take that very kindly. You talk about my dad and his tiny ass feet. <laughs> yeah, that's where you get your small bladder from. I mean, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I'm no medical <laughs> professional, but. <laughs> No, no, no. Every member of the Tanner family has one comically small thing. Uh. It's yeah. feet, bladder, head, toes, fingers. Take your kid. Uh, it's something. Uh, Natalie, I'm just going to remind you here that everything we said last week, that every time Malin says a name, you're just going to replace it with Tanner. Tanner. <laughs> So no, yeah, you, every yeah. you have to do it. You have to do it. Emily I need to actually do that. Thing. I need to actually do that. You missed one in last week's, so you should maybe go back and... I don't remember what it was, but you should maybe go back and catch that. You're like, every member of the Tanner family has a comically small penis. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. Holy fuck! And that's how oh. we'll know. If, that's how we'll know if Tanner actually listens to the podcast or not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny because it's a Tanner family. <laughs> oh Holy Christ! Fuck. <clears throat> oh um, my god! They should have never I, given I us the internet. Tanner is a treat. That's all you need to know. Goddamn radios. Tanner is an exceptional man. <laughs> he is. He And don't be wrong, Tanner will say some real off-the-wall, some real out-of-pocket shit, but he says it with his chest. 
and with no malice in his heart. It's it's just really hard to hate on Tanner. Tanner is God's own prototype. He's too he, weird he, to live and too rare to die. Exactly. He's, he's basically, you know, he kind of reminds me of the two who will know. He kind of reminds me of this Tanner symbol with a higher IQ. Oh God. Now that you say that, you are, yeah, correct. I know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, because he he's got that same energy Tanner has. Alice, to put in perspective, think of, like, some golden retriever-type dumbass person. We'll give him a heart of gold. <laughs> oh, yes, Tanner was that guy I posted about on Tumblr a few years ago who uh, who tried to talk to us about Star Trek. But it became clear that he knew nothing about Star Trek, and we eventually figured out that he'd watched Battlefield Earth and thought it was Star Trek. Oh my god, I forgot about that post. That's amazing. Oh shit. Like, what the fuck? You, John Travolta wasn't in Star Trek. My man fought, so he fought up and down and said, no, motherfucker, he was definitely in Star Trek. I seen that shit. I was like, whoa. My man was passionate for about 30 minutes. He was very passionate about Star Trek. I seen it. <laughs> His whole bit where he used to just he 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 was a, an atypical ADHD guy who was fifteen or sixteen who was just the best shit ever. A man would come up with D with banger after banger like like checkbook Johnny, you know. We had a, oh, is a that guy. Where that shit came from? Oh no, we had a friend of ours, Tanner, who showed up with and pay, he was like seventeen or maybe eighteen. He was paying his scout dues and shit with a fucking paper check. Who, under the age of 21, has a goddamn paper check? Anyways, he shows up and Scott says, Yo, what's up? What? Oh, is that a check? Oh, Mr. Checkbook. Mr. Checkbook Johnny cashing them checks. And then he goes into this, this rap song. Talks, it, 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 it's surreal. And my head spins even thinking about it. This is the whole thing. And he was like bobbing his head, coming at him with this arm motion thing. Checkbook Johnny. It was, it, I'm sitting there watching it happen in real time and I'm having a hard time grasping it. It's like a mimetic attack on my brain. I cannot you know, express how happy I am to know what the fuck Checkbook Johnny is. <laughs> because Natalie's posted about it a few times on Tumblr, and every time someone asks, the, uh, the response is like, uh, just mocking them for not knowing. You don't know who the fuck Checkbook Johnny is? That's a goddamn shame. What's wrong with you? <laughs> And unfortunately, <laughs> since this is not a visual medium, no one will be able to see the checkbook Johnny dance. Oh, no, no, you can't see the dance. You can't see the dance because the dance. <laughs> Woo. It's a whole thing, Alice. It's a whole, it's a song and dance. You just gotta do uh. it. <laughs> it's a whole stage production of checkbook Johnny. And then he would walk around going, cards, Mr. Mason, pay some cards, cards. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Tanner. Say, uh, you you can see Tanner. That's as close to a real life SCP in those years of his life as anything is. He's he's a literal walking medic attack. You're not wrong. That's amazing. Yeah, my, my man was a walking talking cognito hazard. Really, he was. He was. He was. He was all of the above. <laughs> no. Tanner. Street. That was a good times. Crazy times, but good times. Good times in Troop Seven. Yep. So, anyways, we were playing Delta Green, I think. That was. Yes. 
We have to take right. time out of our day for the 20-minute um, lectures from Malin. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> First off, y'all strung the bitches. We all the ones want to bring it out. Uh-huh. You, bring, you bring demons out of me. Motherfucker, I can say one word. You're going to okay. go on like a 20-minute rant about it. It's a good well, thing, because how else would this be a shit podcast for morons? Exactly. <laughs> we need to pad out the podcast somehow. You gotta, you gotta make sure you take yeah, all the last episode was all four your hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shut it down to like two and a half. It was you two hours. Not. It was two hours and seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Almost. Okay, I cut it down to like three. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of us bullshitting in there, as it should be. <laughs> Anyways, Delta Green, and oh, now you're gonna have to like cut out a big chunk of this middle part because we've been rambling. <laughs> Anyway, I'll, I'll do something with it. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna say it took y'all. Hey, what time of day is it now? It's like three in the app. It's like four in the afternoon. Okay. Alright, so I'm gonna say it took y'all about <clears throat> maybe ten minutes of driving to get to the green box. And you've been dicking around here for, I'm gonna say, about an hour. Hmm. And, uh, you hear a knock. At the trailer door. Does the door have a people? What? Does the door have a people? It does not. I'm going to rack my brand new Stungler 44 and press it gently against the door facing outwards. I'm gonna go, who is it? Uh, I am, uh, I'm pulling out my fouling piece. <laughs> and, uh, Racking it just uh, as loudly as I can. Hillbilly <laughs> mm, style, I like it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is very much not con- not a style of shotgun that is conducive to that. But I'm, uh, I'm working the pump too hard specifically to make it loud. Are there really right. windows in this trailer? <laughs> yeah, there are windows you could look out of. I look out of the window and see who it is. Okay, out of the window, you see, out of the window, you see parked very badly, like they just drove right up into the middle of the yard, a long black Cadillac. Mm-hmm. And standing in front of the door are uh, two men in black suits and fedoras. 50, so. This and, man, uh, looking at this? No. And as uh, you, uh, Agent Bones, go, who is it? You hear a voice from beyond, from the other side of the door say, uh, please open the door. We need to speak to you. I'm gonna look at, I'm gonna look at you, Green, and be like, I'm gonna give you just the, like, what's the move kind of look? Like, what are we doing here? I'm gonna give you the, like, open the door, and I'm gonna go get behind the crate. Uh, I have not looked up. I have not looked out the window. Uh, if I take up a position, uh, what is the window situation? Are there enough windows that they've definitely seen me, or is it more uh, anyone who wants to look out can, but there's light curtains or whatever? Uh, yeah, it's like a rectangle with light. Windows on either side of the door. 
And they've got fucking uh, lines on them. Dead myself. So I am going like... to uh, uh, crouch against the wall, uh, right next to the door, on the side that opens. With my shotgun, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep my new assault rifle barrel pointed to the door. I'm gonna say, "Well, if we're gonna let you in, you mind giving us a little heads up to who you are?" Do they look like any kind of federal agencies from me? Someone who's like worked with a bunch of heads before. Yeah, they kind of look like NSA guys, but a little bit off. Like they're trying a little too hard to look like NSA guys. Okay. And uh in in response to in a response to Bones, the uh, voice beyond the door says, uh Hello, Mr. Bones. I am Agent Washington, and I am here with my partner, Agent Jefferson. We are from the National Security Administration, and we would like to talk to you. Hmm. I'm gonna say, well, you boys are? You don't need to know that. No. No, I think we do. And if you are armed, I'd like to see you boys toss them and toss them out by your car. You coming in unarmed. We are going to do that. Believe me, it would be very wise of you to listen to what we have to say. I would probably say, what exactly do you have to say? It is about your recent indiscreet phone call, Mr. Fletcher. I'm going to look over at you. I'm going to like, turn my head painfully slow and look at green with the end of my mouth. What the fuck did you do? Fuck if I know. I guess we'll find out. And what about that indiscreet phone call, gentlemen? This is a matter of national security, Mr. Fletcher. I'm going to, like, shoulder my rifle up above, like, near my head, and I'm going to, like, open the door crack where I can look at them. What do I see? Do they look like normal people? Yeah, you see two completely normcore clean-cut white guys wearing their black suits, black fedoras, and black aviator sunglasses. Hmm. I'm going to go, huh. Anyways, I'm going to open the door, but I want my I want to be holding the doorknob and walking backwards with the door, and I'm going to kind of, like, glide back against the door wide and just let him open. But I'm going to be definitely, like, cornered behind the door a little bit, where I can, like, draw down if I need to. Alright, so, uh... Uh, tucked around the wall far enough, just far enough that uh, that my legs and whatnot aren't showing. Uh, for for anyone who's on the outside looking in this open door, uh, but I've got the I've got my shotgun, you know, ready to go. Okay. All right. So uh, these two dudes step inside, and uh, the one who's what? They <laughs> shoot the one in the back. The second Are you one serious? Back. You're doing this. I feel like it's I'm a very this. bad idea. <laughs> I'm kind of giving you the, like, shake of don't yet. 
I mean, if this is really what you want to do, you can do that. I'm going to, like, look at the gentleman like, well, come on, gentlemen, can I pour you a cup of coffee and fucking finish it? It's a fucking shotgun blast, ears ringing. <laughs> My left eardrum's actually ruptured, now I'm bleeding. I like to have tinnitus. <laughs> All right. Roll firearms. <laughs> ah, crap. Attack rolls are character sheet. Give me a second. Alright, so, uh, plus 20 for point blank, another plus 20 for being a shotgun, or is it just the same plus 20? Right. I think it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. It should be another plus 20 if you've got shot, unless you have slugs and stuff of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, 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 so it's a plus 40. Yeah, plus 40. Alright, in that case, uh, that's a 52 on a 60 for 11 damage. That's kind of a shit way to go, but I guess is what we're doing. I'm like asking this man, does he want coffee as I shoulder my rifle down? And I get a nice mist of blood on my face and this man getting fucking yammed right beside me. No, no what have you? You don't. The one in front gets blood all over his back from you shooting the one in the back. Hmm. I have a feeling these aren't. Never mind. Okay, that. so so here's what happens. Is, uh, the man that you shoot, you see, uh, his very, you see a, a large portion of his very nice, well-tailored suit get fucking obliterated, and he uh, he staggers backwards and almost falls down. As you can see that uh, he is wear that he's wearing a ballistic vest with trauma plates under his suit, and they both kind of pause for a second and then start backing out of the trailer. Well, because they were doing it, Bones, come on. I was start going after trying to put the guns and be like, on your knees now. They're <laughs> running. The trailer. Are they out? Uh, yeah, they're out. They're running. Are they running for their car? Yeah. Pineapple at the car. Oh, god damn. Is that, uh, just a... <laughs> oh, good lord. This is, this is really what we're doing. Oh, god. Oh, fuck me. How's it feel, Malin? <laughs> I just didn't expect this from the wizard Caliban. Uh, we're popping off real quick. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Look, this with wizard, this is an internet wizard. He got wizard. some doo ass vibes off these two. At just need a call. Actually, Alice, is this the first time he's ever held a gun? No, no, definitely not. Mm. Okay, like, this, this I, the first time he shot Well, like, I, I feel like, shit, I don't know at this point. I'm just kind of in a daze right now. I'm definitely 100%, 100% Billy Bones in a daze. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He, he's, his ears are ringing from a shotgun blast too close to him. He's watching everybody kind of scramble. Two agents back out the door. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is, this is happening. Pissed and pretty much just can't hear because he's been shot at before, so he knows the drill. But he can't hear a damn thing. His ears are ringing because he's like going out of the trailer. Okay, oh, really? So... Bones has definitely been shot at before, but it's been so many years that his he knows what it's like. But he's he's like not at all mentally prepared for it right now. He's kind of shook. He's like, oh fuck! I guess it's really happening again. And I'm getting flashbacks to the Oklahoma City bomb. Okay, so uh, yeah, resolving. I, I'm going to attempt to put the uh, pineapple under the engine block. Okay, so re resolving that that move, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, tell you that 
you can try, but did you put any points into demolition? No. Okay, then if you want to do this, make a luck roll. TPK right here now. <laughs> That's Everybody a Okay. You, uh, yeah, you throw this fucking World War II pineapple grenade under your nice black Cadillac, and it goes off and destroy and disables the vehicle, and in the ins- and in the ensuing deafening blast and a blinding flash of fire that goes up, you look around and the two and the two dudes in the black suits are nowhere to be found. Like at all, like they booked it in the woods, or or they just like vanished. They took off somewhere. We see like any tracks or anything. Uh, if you want to make a, if you want to uh, make a search roll, you can do that. Okay. I am also gonna check for that. Check for. I'm print. sitting in the. I'm sitting in the doorway of the house, overwatching shit with my stream gear. I'm gonna go back to the bones, like ears still ringing. I would say, get everything out of here and into the car. <laughs> we need to go. All I hear is wah 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 wah. I'm but sitting here making like hand motions at you because I know you can't fucking hear me right now. <laughs> I just so kind of nod along across to you. I dragged the handler. I know exactly where they went because that's a one on a twenty-two. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, yeah, they've uh, headed off. They have headed off uh, behind the trailer and into the woods, which will, which uh, you know from the map, would then take them into the pits outside of town. Well, they couldn't um, made a fire. I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go up to Bones, and drag him out, and point, I point out the tracks to him. All right, I'm gonna go between y'all, kind of like grab both of you, and be like, "We just blew up a car in a public space. <laughs> There's about to be so much cops out here. We need to go. Uh, they I, aren't making it far uh, on foot. <laughs> uh, There's not about to be so." Much cops on uh, cops here because Ooh, there is not is the, there is not a whole lot of cops in this dinky ass town. And at the same time, we just blew something up at a fucking trailer park. That's something that attracts cops no matter where you are. Yes, yeah, so we, we are across town dealing with something else that blew up. We are right next to oh. the sheriff county, though. We need to go see Gunny like now. So, yeah. uh... Some of the people who live in this trailer park have uh, come out to investigate the explosion. <laughs> because, like, people around here hear gunshots all the time, and that's not really worth dealing with. But no one's ever seen a car blow up before. <laughs> I'm dragging a crate with a rifle slung over, or a machine gun. I don't know, a true assault rifle slung over my shoulder. And I'm just kind of looking around like, I sling in the back and like we need to go. Yeah, we leave. I am going to run back in, grab my duffel bag, uh, throw it in the front of the bug, uh, flashing my bag, flashing my bag at people, just all the while like, all <laughs> we're feds. Don't worry about it. Oh, and then I'm Christ. going to handler. How big fucking is this car? Uh, it looks like, or 
Yeah, it looks like a hand grenade went off underneath the engine block. So, it's I'll say that, uh, it's definitely not gonna start or drive. And, no, no, uh, no, uh, my question is whether it is safe, like, whether it's like fully on fire, don't touch this thing, don't come within three feet of it. <laughs> or are we looking at, yeah, it's never gonna run again, but we can check the back seat. The glove box. Give me another look, roll. Alright. Travis, I think we have a new winner for most fucked up game at the, at this point. Honestly, yeah, probably. He's gotten out of control, but damn. <laughs> uh, that's a 21. Yeah, it's on fire as fuck. Yeah, we, we, need, we need to get the. I'm like starting the bug. I'm like, let's go. I'm like throttling it hard. Like, let's go. Uh, I do love how fast Delta Green gets off the fucking rails. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's almost like in real life when you do some fucked up shit and bad things happen. Yeah. Oh, Caliban would be like, which way did they go? Uh, I I point in the direction that, that the footprints went. Okay. Uh, do you still have a shotgun? Yeah, I'm still holding it. I'm grabbing it out of your hands. I'd be like, get in the bug. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. I'm throttling the bug. Uh, Let's go. Uh, you do not grab it out of my hands and tell me to get in the bug because I am in the Nissan hard body uh, just following That's right. God damn, that's right. You are. Okay. Only Fuck it. Whatever. To just follow me. I mean, we're going to Gunny's, right? I mean, we need to find these two motherfuckers first, probably. We should nip I that mean, real fast. They found us really quickly after you made whatever phone call you made. Probably less than an hour ago, correct? Yeah, easily less than an hour ago. Maybe I like think the two, 15 I minutes. Think, yeah, it's like an hour and 15 ago. Yeah. I really think that finding them is the least of our words. They found us that fucking fast. You think they couldn't send two other people after us in the same manner, same fashion? It's not worth next time. I mean, at the same time, though, they're NSA agents that probably aren't NSA agents, seeing how long it took us to find perdition, and I doubt that there's just, you know... Random NSA agents here. Oh God damn! I am not privy to this conversation. I'm in a different car following the footprints. Oh God! I see this car tears yep. on the road. right now about this. Yeah, no, we're yeah we're bickering like an old married couple in the bug. As you, I'm, are you driving or am I driving? I've got better firearms. You're the one in the um. I've got like seventy in firearms. So oh, I've got a seventy two. I'm assuming you're driving because you're yeah. I was throttling it. it up. So goddamn it, Bones, give me a cigarette. Let's just find these motherfuckers. I, I pop a nice, refreshing camel light. Remember, listeners, nine out of ten doctors recommend camel lights for that smooth, relaxing smoke. <laughs> I guess we're following the old Nissan hard body with the wizard in it. I'm like uh, driving with my right hand. I'm holding my like assault rifle cocked halfway out the window and <laughs> just following. In for a penny, in for a pound. Fuck right. it. I mean, we might, we might as well just Mad Max this shit at this point. Okay, so a couple of things happen, which is, uh, you pull out of the trailer park well ahead of any of any law enforcement response because it's going to take them like ten minutes at least to get here. Probably closer to an hour, depending on how many donuts they got at the station. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. As you drive out into the fields, yeah, you see neither hide nor hair of the two men you're looking for. 
I'm very, I'm very carefully driving the bug after them because the bug has no off-road capabilities whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, here's the first thing that happens, which is uh, after you've been out here on your search quest for about 20 minutes to half an hour, you get a call. Fletcher gets a call on his burner phone. You're gonna answer it. Oh, I bet you are. Yeah, yep. and you hear the voice, and uh, there's no hello, how you do in anything. You answer the call, and then immediately hear the voice of your case officer go, Hey, what the fuck did y'all do? Because <laughs> I just had a very interesting conversation with the sheriff. Interesting how, might I ask? Well, he, he said at me that some folks in the trailer park where the safe house is at had said that there was gunshots and an explosion and they that saw is- and they saw a wizard fleeing the scene. A wizard <laughs> fleeing the scene. Travis, Travis, is it on the scene? Specifically as a wizard, did he have a pointy hat with stars on it? No, he had a big old hat with a skull on it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna presume this is loud enough for me to hear Andor on speakerphone, Green, and I'm gonna say, look, just say it was meth heads in the trailer park, blew up their meth lab. All you gotta do. Well, alright. <laughs> I think I might be able to pull some strings and make that stick, but I was, y'all I try see. to be a little bit more, I don't know, discreet. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk Ooh. to the wizard about it. <laughs> just just tell him it was meth heads fighting over meth, and they blew the blew the trailer park up. Yep. You know, par for the course. It happens, right? Small but town. For a more official way of it. Why the hell were two NSA agents coming and talking to us about old Nazi and MJ shit that apparently happened that we found in old what's his name's house? Well, I don't know nothing off the top of my head, but I'm gonna make some phone calls and then get back to you. Y'all, uh, y'all, y'all try to be careful out there, all right? Oh, I'm gonna stop. These NSA agents' names were Agent Washington and Agent Jefferson. Yeah, I'm sure those are their real names on their birth certificates. Well, no, but it's an agent name. That's gotta be something. I doubt it. Yeah, I'll see. I'll I'll make some phone calls and see what I can turn up and get back to you. Y'all stay safe out there, alright? Do our best. Do my best. I swear and to God, Travis, I swear to God, players in any of our goddamn games have two flavors. Father, I crave violence, and I need to know more. That's it. That's it. That's the only fucking flavors. Yeah. Malin, Malin, this yes. is payback for the turnips. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> really, Alice is the level-headed one in the D&D campaigns. Yeah. Listen, I'm just, I'm not- when I play Solomon, I just play Solomon. I'm still trying to find a way to bring Luther back. Yeah, I'm not even go. I'm not gonna explain any of that. The listeners just have to hear that uh, you're trying to bring Luther back, and this is revenge for the turnips, and they have to live with that knowledge. <laughs> yep. Well, when we eventually turn this this podcast from Delta Green into a D and D campaign randomly for no reason, and we just act like it's normal and flip back to Delta Green again, they'll figure they'll it out. out. They'll figure it out. No, it's just monster of the week one week. Yep. Everything's Perfect. connected. 
<laughs> it, it is. It's, this is this is a it's like a Stephen King novel. It's all these fucking multiplayer games happening over top of each other, and they all make sense. Yeah. You hear that, listeners? We're 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 educated. We know what we're doing. <laughs> all right. For, all right. for the record, this is all like we haven't been playing this game long enough to really get to know Caliban, but this is super in character. Like this is. <laughs> This is very much the vibe. Like, you know, we said at the beginning that they never, they try not to activate him unless they have to, because he sucks. <laughs> He's the fucking wild card. They're like, yeah, we have bottom sucks. of the barrel. <laughs> That's it. Only, um, the, only the best and the fucking brightest in Delta Green. Exactly. <laughs> or the most disposable, in my case. Yeah. So the second thing that happens is that, uh, Taliban driving uh, Billy Montgomery's Nissan, your phone starts to ring. Do I recognize the number? You do not. I don't answer it. (laughs) I love it. Alright, so you're driving for a few more (laughs) minutes, and then it starts ringing again, and it's the same number. Nah, nothing. Uh... I guess we were riding along behind it. I'm gonna go ahead and take out the fucking business card again. I'm gonna punch that number in my phone and call that shit. Alright. The, uh, the same thing happens, which is that, uh, you hear, uh, a landline someone else is listening in on, and you hear that voice go, speak. Well, where are you boys at? Hiding out in the woods right now? It hangs up. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I look at you, Grandma, you're really popular. Yep, that I am. <laughs> okay, so uh after another couple of minutes, your Fletcher's phone starts to ring, and it's a number oh. you do not recognize. I'll pick it up. Why not? I do imagine I have a flip phone, so I can slip it out. And just, Hello? 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 My freezer? Or <laughs> <laughs> not, not the um, audience. The, the other are all powerful whatever. Uh I feel like I should explain why this is so fucking funny to me. Uh, yep. Natalie asked me in preparation for this game uh, what Caliban's parents' names were and what bar he worked at. And so watching Natalie just have to last second pivot that on the trail is amazing. <laughs> I oh, like this stupid God. fucking game so much. It's <laughs> great. Uh, like, I come up with all these intricate fucking plans, and the players are just like, I don't want to fuck with that. Uh, is it better what than us trying to kill each other? I'd say it's on a level. <laughs> it's about equally entertaining, and that's what's important. Yep. Calvin said, I don't want to. It's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Caliban okay. heard speaking like this, and I was like, "Nope, nope." He's like, "Nah, I ain't fucking nope. with that." <laughs> Caliban has definitely read too many creepypastas and is ready for this. Is your favorite movie Army of Darkness? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would what would be Caliban's favorite movie? Um, I'm gonna have to think about that. I'll probably have an answer for next week's episode. Perfect. Because I, the person playing Caliban, Caliban, 
do in fact have opinions about movies where I do not about uh, typewriters. <laughs> okay, so uh, Fletcher, you pick, you answer the phone, and a voice says, "Uh, I don't have much time, so listen to me very carefully. Your name is Harris Fletcher. Your parents were Charlotte and Greg Fletcher. When you were 19 and working on your criminology degree, you got pulled over for speeding and the interaction ended with you catching charges for assaulting a police officer, but the case mysteriously never went to trial and disappeared even though they had everything on video. At night, you lie awake and wonder if what you're doing is really worth the cost. I know a lot of things about you and your friends, and I'm sure you want to know who I am. When I met you, when I met you a few, a little while ago, my partner introduced me as Agent Jefferson. But, since the communist truck lesbian you, you tried to frame for murder earlier today, already, has already established X-Files references, I guess you should call me Agent X. Mr. Fletcher, you are in terrible danger. How so? You need to stop looking into Restitutio. That was what me and my partner came to you to talk about. And who exactly are you? Because I know you ain't NSA. No, we do work for the NSA, but the NSA isn't the only agency we work for, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I think I see what you mean. My partner and I had visited you to tell you to threaten and cajole you into no longer looking into Restitutio. But now, off the record, you need to stop looking into it because Restitutio is the key to everything. And a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. Trying to tug too hard on that thread is going to attract a lot of unwanted attention. If you want to find out what this is and what it's all about, you have to see your current assignment through to the bitter end. Your current assignment is more important than you could possibly imagine. Do you have any pointers for this here current assignment? Because we seem to be spinning our wheels, only finding things out about Restitutio. Stick to the mission and stop getting distracted. And keep an eye out for people you can trust. The list of people you can trust is getting shorter by the moment. And when everything pops off, you're going to need all the allies you can find. As far as I can tell, you should be able to trust each other. And trust your case officer. Gunny Davidson has been around for everything, and I don't know that he ever really came in from the cold. So he's on the up and up. And there are other potential allies in perdition who could become friendlies, and keep an eye out for them, because you are going to need them. Will do, Mr. X. So how do I get in contact with you, if I ever need it? You won't. I'll call you. You love the spook show. Well, we'll do our best to stay out of your hair. Green. Green. I'm, like, tapping it with my arm, like, way too hard. I, like, let off the steering wheel. Green. I feel like poking at the steering wheel, like like Green. Ask, ask him, ask him if he knows who killed JFK. Why? I just, I just gotta know, man. Come on, ask him who killed JFK. Who killed JFK? Okay, he, uh, Agent X laughs 
And he laughs very long and loud, like this is the funniest joke he's ever heard. And he says, uh, I don't know, but I heard it was a lone gunman. And then he hangs up. Mm-hmm. What'd he say? What did, what did he say? Did he tell you? Look at me, I say, Jackie Onassis. Damn. <laughs> I knew, I fucking knew it. Where's Mailer Monroe at? <laughs> no, nobody killed JFK. He just did all that for attention. He did. He's, he, he's out there chilling with Elvis right now. Exactly. It's his Elvis, head. JFK, and Tupac. Yeah. And they're in a nursing home. <laughs> they gotta go find and there's him. a mummy. <laughs> there's a mummy. Oh, fuck, I forgot that movie was a thing. <laughs> that was a thing. No, it's a JFK, Tupac, and Elvis are hanging out with Bigfoot, traveling down the Mississippi River on a flatboat. Oh, gosh. They're all out there exploring, finding themselves, and writing the next great American novel. Yeah. I'd pay to see that. But I don't want it to be like a three-hour movie. I want it to be like a tight 90, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. (sighs) (sighs) Well, that was a shit show. It was a shit show. I'm driving through this field. Um, I'm going to kind of like flash my light on this and just kind of like high beam, low beam, high beam, low beam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caliban and try to like get attention. Um, here's a fun thought. Should I roll alertness? Nah, you just see him do it. Okay. All right, I, I slow and let him pull up his side. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up on where like greens on your side, obviously. Yep. No, no, this is a, a British Nissan hard body. <laughs> oh my god! Holy fuck! Oh, I went up on the right hand side. I'm like, yo, Taliban, we got the call from the up and up. We need to boogie back to our handler and figure this shit out. I mean, the handler told us he was going to call us. Yeah, the handler told y'all that he would take care of it on his end. Mm-hmm. Well, we still have no safe house anymore, so we don't really have anywhere to crash. So let's go find a motel, figure that out. Yeah, man, traditions like. Shit. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it is in the Delphus, kind of. So they would have, like, motels that run during, like, duck season and hunting season for hunters yeah. to show up and stay in. That's not yeah. uncommon. Okay, yeah, cool. I dig that. Yeah, there's a La Quinta. There's a La Quinta. Go check into the La Quinta. You gotta be careful, though, because it's got bed bugs. Look. Oh, fuck. Um, I would take the assault rifle of my, um, PH and put it in the back seat and throw a blanket on top of them for driving. I'm. It. I'm just gonna just chuck it in the back too, I guess. Next to my, my leather wrap with all my other guns in it. Alright, so I'm are y'all up? going to follow them to and assume see which motel they're pulling into. I, uh, stop following them and I go look for, uh, the di- not the diviest, uh, the closest thing that town has to a nice bar. Okay, I'll say, uh, I kind of mutter under my breath, I'm going to fucking kill him. <laughs> okay. I'll say, across the street from the La Quinta Inn and Suites, there's a, uh, yeah, there, there's a fucking, uh, trucker bar. Hell yeah. And it's, uh, uh beautiful. What I'm, what I'm looking for is, uh, if anyone from the church were to go to a bar, the bar that they would go to. I don't think many Episcopalians would, or not Pentecostal would go to a bar. 
Yeah, they're uh, they're not about that life. Yeah. No, I know. Just like the the if any did, where would they go? Like, there's probably some. Yeah. No, like if any did, they would go to the dive ass trucker bar because it's a place where no one asks questions. Mm-hmm. Right. How many how many lot lizards are in this? Uh, see, that's a that's an interesting and fun world building question. Indeed. I'll say uh, there are zero because uh, all of because all of this town's sex workers are uh, organized under uh, IWW Industrial Union Six Ninety. Thanks in no thanks in no small part to the uh, people who Travis tried to frame for murder last week. You son of a bitch, Travis! <laughs> keeping know? the little keeping the little man down. You get an indefinite detention, and you get an indefinite detention. <laughs> That's how we're doing this. All right. Ah, uh, you said they would come to this bar because, uh, because no one asked questions. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go in and start asking questions. Also, Natalie, I just want to go ahead and say that the idea of of sex workers in Mississippi being unionized is 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 kudos, <laughs> kudos. It's a beautiful dream that we're all working for. Mm-hmm. I know you can't see our video feeds, but now, when I said that, Natalie grabbed her head like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> oh, okay. it is hotel rooms. Or I guess one. There's only three of us. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, <laughs> other 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 Billy is uh, sitting in the one armchair room, staring out comatose. <laughs> <laughs> He's not at home <laughs> right now. Leave a message. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm gonna tuck the shotgun back into my uh, back in my trench coat before I get out of the truck or car or whatever it is. Uh, and I'm gonna go in and well, first things first, what do I see when I get in there? All right, it's a small town dive bar at like 5 p.m. on a Wednesday, so there's a uh, no shortage of scruffy looking people in there. Yeah, it's like this uh shitty structure made of tin sheeting that's basically a shed. And uh it's got plywood nailed to the wall where there used to be a couple of beautiful picture windows. And uh and there's a an assortment of scruffy looking fellows sitting around the bar and drinking. Some of them are playing darts. They're all very bad at darts, but they're doing it anyway. Aren't we all? No one's good at darts. Hell no, they're not. People who are good at uh, darts are wizards. Funny you should say that. <laughs> uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk up to the bar and I'm going to order uh, what's it called? Um, One second. A goblin mosa? <laughs> A whiskey scour? A nice tall bucket of gilt. Ah, uh, no, I'm, I'm go gonna to hell. Uh, fire it. Okay, the uh, bar is the bar is being manned by a woman in her forties who is, in terms of physicality and also personality, enormous. She looks like she could probably pick you up and break you in half if she wanted to, and she has a short, close cropped hair. And uh, you ask her for this drink, and she looks at you and goes, I don't know what that is, man. <laughs> uh, no 
without missing a beat, I tell her it's two ounces of bourbon, half ounce of Kahlua, half ounce of Frangelica, half ounce of Grand Marnier. Flame and orange peel over a chilled glass and shake, shake and strain and garnish with an orange peel. I just rattle that Cal- off. Caliban, you're, you're in a dive bar. <laughs> okay, she, she looks at you and she looks exhausted deep down in her soul. And she says, uh, you want a beer? Maybe some whiskey? Uh, this is the kind of place you just throw the Budweiser on the floor. And I, I flinch when she says beer and relax into it. Uh, relax into only mild disgust when she says whiskey. And I go, sure. Okay, she, uh, she pours you a shot of Southern Comfort. Hell yeah. I'm alright with this. Brunches. I hit it and look at her. She looks at you. <laughs> I nudge the glass uh, forward. God damn. Okay, she gives you another shot. I hit it and look at her. She is becoming increasingly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and she. She. <laughs> She pours you a third shot. I hit it, put it down, and say very loudly, uh, around for the house. Okay, um, all of the, uh, denizens of this bar look, uh, much more positively disposed at you than they were moments ago. <laughs> and the woman, and the woman behind, and the woman behind the bar just rolls her eyes and starts grabbing fresh glasses. And, uh, as she's doing this, she, uh, she, she gives you an inquisitive look. Goes, uh, and so what's your story, stranger? Crap. Unfortunately, I have to do this one. Uh, Caliban looks her square in the eye and says, I'm ordered. Says what? I'm a bartender. She rolls her eyes and goes, yeah, of course you are. I, I say, I'm, I'm actually looking at, in town, uh, Helping with some freaking weirdos trying to solve y'all's missing people and whatnot. I don't know. I think they're like some true crime shit. I don't know. Oh, you one of them podcasters? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I pour for them. No, I'm not one of them. I just pour for them. All right. Anyway, they, uh, they figured, you know, best place to look for the content or whatever, was talking to police. I wasn't able to convince them that, you know, local bar, everything comes through here. Figured I'd ask here. Yeah, I reckon, but listen, stranger, I ain't never seen you before, and I reckon we probably ain't gonna take too kindly to folks asking questions about people, especially my fucking customers. Ah. I'm going to pull out my wallet and say, Oh, so sorry. Uh, I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Benjamin, and I slide her one. Okay, so to clarify, did did you say, did, is this a $100 bill, or did you just say, My name is Benjamin, and then slide her a Washington? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so I love the vibe. But this was intended to be an actual bribe. So I think what happens here is I say, my name is Benjamin, and I slide her a grant. 
all right. So we'll see if my friend Mr. Lincoln can jog your memory. <laughs> you pull out a penny. <laughs> no, no. It it is it is a large bill, but I I do love the vibe of saying a different name from the denomination that I'm giving her. So yeah, I give her a fifty. Okay, she looks at the fifty, looks at you, and then looks around at the state of her establishment and she sighs and goes, Alright. So what do you know? What you got for me? About what? <laughs> the missing fault. And, and and Caliban uh I've already established that he's an Angelino is putting on an attempt at a draw. It might be working a little bit, but it's mostly not. I need to look through my fucking notebook to where I wrote down all these fucking names. <laughs> she goes, yeah, back in a, back a few whiles ago before uh, he went missing, Big Nasty used to come in here. <laughs> Big Nasty. <laughs> and I swallow visibly and go, what can you tell me about Big Nasty? Uh, yeah, well, his real oh name God. was Judd Donovan, but most folks <laughs> called him Big Nasty. And he used to be, he was a fucking mechanic or some shit, and he also made some kind of weird music, just sounded like noise to me. Mechanic? He one of those anarchists? I don't know about all that, but he did have some funny ideas about the world. That's real helpful. Um, Anyone else you can tell me about? I slide her another 20. Alright, she goes, uh, no, I don't reckon big, I don't know, I seen all them folks go missing in the paper and whatnot, and as far as I know, Big Nasty's on the regular. Alright, well, thank you for your help, and I slide her a 10. Oh yeah, we dropping Hamilton's now. <laughs> uh, and I turn and leave, and I go, and I get back in the car, and I drive off and head back over to the, the well, not back over because I wasn't there the first time, but I head over to the garage. Uh, I feel like we probably didn't take us that long to get rooms, but would the corner yeah. be like there at five o'clock? That'd still be a time we can go talk to them. Yeah, you can go talk to the coroner if you want. All right, all right, Bones, you gonna come with me or you stay here? A fathead. Little crew cut. Well, man's disappeared. Oh, shit, he died. He did. I, I love the vibe of y'all went in to set up the room. Uh, saw me just not pull in to the parking lot behind you. And pull in across the street. And then you see me, you see out of the window of the motel room, you see me come out of the bar. Get back in the car and just fucking leave. Yeah, I mean, you're more likely to get yourself killed at one of these places than us, so... <laughs> we aren't too worried about it currently. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um... Fucking... Fathead, you there? I'm here, I'm just listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> we thought you died. No. Put you out the pasture. Ooh, I my bones are old, full of green dust. <laughs> <laughs> Your dusty old bones. Uh, 
Alright, I, I love how this I love how this campaign is just turning into a into a fucking a bothering butch women at their places of employment. Pretty much. <laughs> it's it's happened a conspicuous number of times. It has. <laughs> if I had a goal every time this happened, I'd have ten cents. Which isn't a about lot. To be 15. About to be fifteen. <laughs> about to be fifteen. Okay. Um I just Lord. had a into the corner next. Why not go to the corner and see what's happening there? See about these bodies. Okay, so are you all going to the corner, or is Caliban off on Pretty his own adventure? Just being bones going. <laughs> it's Caliban. Oh, yeah, yeah. Caliban fully fucked off. Caliban's doing Caliban things. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we did not share it and went to follow up. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Let's go to the coroner first. Hell yeah. Uh, right, before we go, go to the coroner, though, I'm going to look at Bones and be like, give me your phone. I pull out, like, the most brick-ass Nokia you've ever seen. I would take his brick-ass Nokia and take my burner phone and my regular phone and I'm going to toss them all in front of the bug. I'm going to slam the hood closed. We're going to start driving to the coroner. Dope. So All did you right. hear that phone call that I had earlier? Yeah, I was there for it. Did you hear any of it? I mean, I heard a little bit, a little bit of the loud speaking. I don't really know the gist of it. I know like a little bit. I don't really get everything. That's for sure. I don't really get everything either. But apparently, those agents that came to uh, see us were going to tell us about Restitutio. Well, we should stop investigating it. Hmm. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a them problem. What? That sounds like a them problem, then. Yep. Apparently they know quite a lot about us. Or quite a lot about me. They say anything about me? No, nothing about you. Well, that's good. Maybe they don't know anything they know about me. They probably know quite a lot about you and our friend, the wizard. I feel like you should have a heads up what exactly we're getting into. Uh, look, at this point, in for a penny, in for a pound. As long as you've got my back on it, all right. I'm going to look look back at this at the back seat, see my leather duffel, my schooner bear, and be like, you know what? I think I just might have it. Try to keep more level head, though. Oh, I don't look, I've, I've been level head the whole time. That's true. I just don't need you popping off. We already got one person who's doing that. I'm not about to do it. I'm gonna, <laughs> I've, I'll say this. The epitome of Billy Bones is trigger discipline. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go see what we can find out from this corner. See if she right. can't shed any kind of light on the situation. I All love right, that I've managed to make Malin real as shit in by doing more shit than he was gonna. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just gotta fight fire with fire. Exactly. <laughs> Right, so y'all fucking pull up to uh, St. Bridget's Hospital and uh, the county morgue, and uh, the morgue and the coroner's office are on a little annex off of the hospital, and uh, you see parked uh, in front of it are three vehicles. There is uh, a raggedy, old-timey-looking ambulance, a uh, subdued conservative minivan, and the next to that is... A matte black pickup truck 
with a hatchet man bumper sticker and Shut a, up. and Shut a back and a back window decal that says pussy wagon. Shut <laughs> I'm, now I, 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 at this point, I want to tap out. Uh, I don't know if I can play this game. <laughs> We're playing with juggalos, everybody. Oh, oh god damn. Old Buck who likes to fuck. What, are you not down with the clown? Uh, down with all the clowns. Oh god damn. Let's do this thing. Alright, so y'all walk into this uh, front office foyer type area. And there are two desks. One of them has a placard that reads, uh, Perdition County Coroner, and the desk is unoccupied. But a little ways away is a second desk with a placard that says, uh, with a record that reads, Assistant to the Coroner. And it is staffed by a young man with long, shaggy hair. There we uh, go. And a visible hatchet man tattoo. And, uh, he is, and he is wearing an Order of the Good Death t-shirt. And you recognize this motherfucker from the, uh, dossier on the, uh, local radicals as one Mr. Wayne Lewis. Okay. I'm gonna look at you, I'm gonna look at you green, say green. Let me take this one. I think I got it. I'm All gonna right. approach, I'm gonna approach this guy, and I'm gonna go, whoop, whoop. <laughs> he gives you finger guns. And he goes, what's up, homie? I, I immediately caught off guard that this worked. I'm like, oh, fuck. I realized that I'm 65 years old. And that in my time in the 90s, we probably treated these people as a terrorist organization. Um, <laughs> shit. What are we here for again, Green? Oh, uh, we're here to check up on the bodies that have been found around town. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, so. You know what? I'm bad at this. Green, why don't you take over? Your face, man. Uh, walk up, like, flash my FBI badge and say, we're here to look at the, um, bodies as y'all been finding out around town. Specifically that one that was exsanguinated out in the field, had her arms screwed about herself. Abigail Wyatt, I want to say. We're working with the sheriff's department, though. Okay, you say that, and, uh, his facial expression just goes all flat and stony, and he goes, uh, well, uh, Mrs. Fields is busy right now, but she'll probably be back out in a minute. Uh, did you, did you want to, uh, examine the body, or did you just have questions? Uh, not exactly a medical man, so, more just questions. And he goes, uh, okay, so what did you want to know? Oh, well, anything strange that you can tell me besides the usual? He looks around conspiratorially, and then he goes, uh, yeah, this is a, bit out of the ordinary. There were, uh, see, there were ligature marks around her wrists and ankles, consistent with, uh, someone being tied up for extended periods of time. But other than, you know, the state, that and the state of her body, there was not really anything to suggest any kind of, uh, any kind of abuse or discomfort. Like she was tied up willingly, almost. Almost, yeah. And, uh, mm. I'm not sure what the story is. You might want to talk to Ms. Fields when she comes in, but, but, uh, the, uh, the chief of police asked us to leave that off the report. Now, why would he do something like that? I don't know. Well, I mean, you guys are feds. Have you talked to him? Well, they told us not to, uh, talk to the city police. Said they were kind of fuck ups. Yeah, you say that, and he laughs a little bit and goes, uh, 
Yeah, he's a real piece of work, that guy. And, uh, as y'all are talking, the, uh, the, a door leading deeper into the facility opens and out walks a, uh, very professional looking and some, and, uh, out walks a very professional looking, uh, middle-aged black woman who, uh, you presume is, uh, county coroner Mrs. Margaret Fields. And she, uh, gives you guys a little wave and goes, uh, Oh, hey there. Can I help y'all? Uh, yeah. We're... I'm Agent Green. This is Agent McKinley. Well, we had some questions about, uh, the Abigail Wyatt body that was found. While they're doing this, Handler, I'm gonna go over to the very conveniently placed, uh, vending machine and get a Fago out of it. I mean, you were right. Well, I was take, introducing. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna take it over to my new friend and get, and, and give him a Fago. Okay, now that he knows you're a fed, he is looking at you as though you are an unexplainable anomaly. <laughs> but I, I like look at him, you know, with a pained smile with a thumbs up. And, uh, anyway. <laughs> he, he looks at you all confused and he goes, sure, dude. <laughs> and she says, uh, oh yeah, poor, poor Miss Abigail. That was, that was pretty bad. I've, uh, been doing this job a long time, and I've seen some shit, but I've never seen anything quite like that. Hmm. So your assistant told us about the uh, ligature marks that y'all were supposed to leave out of the report. Anything else that was particularly strange about the body? I saw in the case report how she was um, sanguinated, kind of like a bull would be. She says, uh, yeah, that was... No, I think that about covers it, but... Everything I put in the coroner's report is accurate, but, you know, for some reason, Mr. Marty told me to leave out the bit about the ligature marks. You ever done that before? Any other cases that you've had? Uh, no, never, not, uh, not anything quite like that, but, well, he's always been kind of an odd one. Exactly what you mean by that. I mean, we were told the city police were kind of fuck-ups, and... Even your assistant here was saying that old Marty is kind of an odd one. What exactly do you mean? Okay, she, uh, she looks like she's chewing on her words and thinking very carefully about what she's going to say next. And then she goes, uh, Marty's one of them people who say one thing and do something else. You never can quite tell what it is he's planning. Hmm. And... Well, all I'll say is, I don't know if he's, if he's a cut out to be chief of police. Hmm. How long exactly has he been chief of police around here? Uh, about four years now. Are they really doing anything about this case besides giving it to the sheriff's office? Well, far as I know, they've been looking into it. They've been looking into it best they can. Did y'all get any of the other bodies from, uh, the other parts? Oh no, far as I know, Abigail's the only body that's been found out of the people that went missing. Uh, okay, so no one else has been found. No? Okay. Uh, this is a small town. You know anything about Erasmus or Mr. Oberfell? Mr. Oberfell? I don't believe I know a Mr. Oberfell. Hmm. I mean, this is a pretty small town, but most folks keep to themselves. Right. He's an older gentleman. 
frequenting the uh, church a bit, maybe a bit German. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. I sure hope so. No, the other Nazi. The other Nazi. (laughs) The cool Nazi. (laughs) No, the... It's the other old, old man who got paper flipped out of Nazi Germany and then uh, wound up living mysteriously in a small town in Mississippi. You know, there's a few of them around here. (laughs) Uh, Anything you can tell us about old Erasmus? I mean, more than we know, he's one of the ones that went missing, I know that. But hell, he's like hundred-something. Could have just died somewhere, for all we know. Well, I can't say as I knew the man. Do you know how long he's been living here? Ooh, I want to say about seven or eight years. Do you know where he came from before he moved here? No, I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Well, Bones, you got any questions? Well, hell, I'm not much of a thinking man. I'm more of a doing man. I don't really have anything here for me. Right. Well, here's my number, Miss Fields, if you find anything you think might help with our case, give me a call. She takes that and she goes, Oh yeah, if anything comes up, I'll let y'all know right away. Let me walk you out. Hey, am I picking up on the fact she's just trying to get rid of us or is she genuinely being nice? No, she is genuinely being nice. Mrs. Fields is a lovely woman. She's an amazing old woman. And she's, definitely, she's definitely not a juggler, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> As far as you know. As far as I know, she's not a juggalette. Uh, as, as we make our way out, I'm going to look back at the secretary again and put my my left hand in the form of a W, my right hand in the form of a C. Okay, he uh, he continues to look perplexed at your existence. Fed <laughs> <laughs> to get away with that. <laughs> once y'all, once uh, y'all are at the door, she, uh, she goes up. Uh, Hey, I wanted to uh, ask y'all. Uh, it's like, did Kyle say anything rude to you? Persistent? No, he was helpful. Okay, that's good because uh, he has some uh, problems with authority. Mm. And I thought I thought that he uh, I was afraid he might act unprofessional around federal agents. Well, right. he's certainly not in the gang. So that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> she rolls her eyes as you say this. <laughs> Say no, nah, nah, he's fine. Um, he ever really had much trouble with law enforcement before? Any trouble around town? Oh, not around town, really. I know that a couple years ago he went to some he went to some city somewhere, and he got in some kind of trouble for being involved in a riot. Hmm. But no, that's it. He's a nice boy. And he's a good, he's a good assistant. He's sharp as a tack, but he's just a little odd, you know. Who among us isn't a little odd? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> uh, she goes, uh, and like, he's a, he's a nursing student at the community college, and and he's a real practical boy, but. He told me once that on the weekends, him and his girlfriend and all their friends go in the woods and look for Bigfoot. Huh. All right. Learn something new every day. Yeah. I guess you gotta have hobbies. (laughs) I reckon so. 
and she uh, repeats that she will let you know if she hears anything else and heads back into her place of work. I appreciate it. Well, hell, what's the next move? Well, well, I guess now we can cut to Caliban, who is... Oh, a, that's right. Who is yeah. just a few blocks away, having his own little adventure. Yeah, I'm going to go talk to the anarchists at the garage. Yeah, you pull up to this uh, auto shop with the big uh, Perdition Repair Co-op sign on the over the door. And it looks like it's uh, shutting down for the day since it's like probably 5.30 or 6 at this point. Uh, can I get up to the door and knock before they finish closing up? Sure. Yeah, you go up to the uh, door. You can see... Uh, I leave my bathroom car, by the way. Okay. And you can see two people inside. A uh, There is the, uh, the same uh, middle-aged woman with the short hair that uh, Fletcher saw the other day. And also another young woman who looks like she's about 25 are standing inside near the cashier's desk and talking about something. Yeah, I knock. Or okay. Is there a closed sign in the door? Have they, have they gotten that close, or do I just go in? You could just go in. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go in. Okay, you go in, and they both look uh, a bit put out by having a new customer so late in the day. But uh, the younger woman, who you now uh, see her face and recognize as Kelly Matheson, turns to you and uh, gives a little wave and, that, and goes, How can I help you? Um. So I have two things. One is maybe more important than the other one. Mm -hmm. uh, the less important one is I saw your zine and I have some notes. And I, Alice, don't know what those notes be, but Caliban starts just as gently as possible Tearing in into that shit, uh, the Bigfoot lore and whatnot. Okay, For so like you just five minutes without losing. Yes, I guess you go into the differences between Bigfoot and the skunk ape, and the uh, three-toed versus the uh, three-toed versus five-toed Bigfoot. <laughs> yes, exactly the shit we're getting into here. God damn! And these two women just look more and more tired. Every time a word comes out of your mouth, <laughs> and they and then the, and as, when you finish, they just look back and forth at each other for a second, and then they just stare at you. Oh, I go, yeah, I get that a lot. Anyway, the more important thing is that my sister had a friend in town who went missing not too long about not too long ago. Uh, and asked me to come to check on him. Uh, apparently Big Nasty's been gone for a while. Okay, the uh, younger one goes, How did you know Judd? I didn't. Uh, my sister... Sister. Um, I'm not even sure. She she was real confusing about it. Um, maybe a weird internet date at some point that went not great, but not terrible. I'm not really sure. I just know she was a friend. Uh, she said he was... There's her friend and ask me to check in. Yes, I stumped the deal. Mm. <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry for making you improv so much today. No, this has been great so far. Just out of nowhere. Hey, PM, uh, make up a bar. <laughs> so that the uh, younger one again goes, well, I don't think we know anything more than what you probably read in the papers. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I wish we could do more. Feel free to say no. I know you don't. I know you don't know me for, for anything. But uh, is there any chance I could look around his house, maybe see if I can find something that might help? Okay, they look at you suspiciously, and the older one asks, uh, before, uh, before they manage to say anything, uh, when I get the suspicious look, I put my hands up and go, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. I understand. And see, the older woman goes, uh, nah, yeah, I get that we're all worried about him, but we don't know you, man. No, that's fine. Can you direct me to some more of his friends, or would that all be the comrades around here? Yeah, she just uh, shakes her head and goes, I don't know, man. Well, thank you for your time. Um, mm. uh, are, are there, like, buttons for sale on the counter? So, yeah, there are uh, buttons with uh, various radical symbols on them, and also buttons with uh, big feet and Draculas on them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am going to, uh, I'm gonna grab a Bigfoot button and a Circle A button and, uh, leave cash on the counter and dramatic. Like, what are they, 50 cents a pop? I'm gonna leave a yeah. flat on the counter. Alright, mm-hmm. and they watch you go and just look back and forth at each other and, and as you leave, you, uh, just over here, the older one, Margaret, go, so, did that really just happen? Was that a, why was he dressed like a wizard? <laughs> uh, you said I do overhear this? Yeah. Uh, I put my head back in and say, oh, because I'm a wizard, that's my day job. Well, not my, my day job, that's being a bartender. Like, I, I, I'm a wizard. I'm a, I'm a wizard on the internet. Well, man, Moonlight's is a wizard. <laughs> okay, they watch you leave with these looks of utter bafflement on their face. <laughs> uh, it, it, I'm only leaving if they do not respond to that. They do not respond to that. <laughs> right. I would not respond to that They don't know what to say. Okay, so we have uh, successfully checked into a hotel room, and, uh, Gone to bother some people at work. Damn right, yeah. <laughs> I tried. That could have gone really well, good. Well, Bones, I don't really know what we can do the rest of the day. Say we get a drink, call it a night, hit it again early in the morning. Hit the bricks. I like this idea. Case um, houses, I guess. Is the, is the library closed? I, I would like to go to the library and see if it's closed. Well, I guess me and Green, while... The good wizard Caliban is looking for or at the library. Or do get shitty in one of the nicest middle of the pack of salvage we can find. <laughs> Actually, Handler, on a scale of one to ten, how likely is this Laquinta to have a bar built into it? I'm sorry, there was a cat incident in the background. Uh, <laughs> and I was saying, Handler, on a scale of one to ten, how likely is it this Laquinta to have a bar in the hotel? As for the library. Yes, the library is closed. It's like 
7 o'clock on a Wednesday. Alright. And, uh, no, the La Quinta does not have a bar built in. Damn. Yes, go right across the street. I guess we're gonna go to the watering hole and get us a sip. <laughs> yeah. Get us a couple boilermakers, why not? I would like to break into the library. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fuck, we're already in, we're in knee deep in it anyway. Who cares? Yeah. All right, you get taken to jail. It's on you. <laughs> All right, so uh, going for non-destructive first. I'm gonna try and pick the lock. Okay, so you uh, first of all, y'all two are making your way across the street to the bar. Yeah, we're gonna go to the truck stop bar across it. Alright, are you, uh, walking or driving? Uh, we're gonna park the bug at the motel, lock it up, and then just walk across the street. Yeah, that. Okay, both of you give me alertness rolls. Oh, hell! Rolled across the street. Ooh, that's a 40 on a 54, so I pass. Uh, let me see real quick. Uh, that is going to be a, that is a 66 on a 70. A McCritical. A McCrit in the good way. Okay, both of you, both of you notice that, uh, there are two people following you. Hmm. Like car following us or walking after us? Uh, they're walking after you. Damn them! Some fast walking kinds of bitches while we're in the bug. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you Billy Bones with your critical. It's like you notice uh that the reason they caught your eye is because uh one of them is holding up a cell phone and the camera light is blinking. Hmm. Oh, god damn! Not good. That's definitely not the opposite of you. Do we recognize these people from anywhere? Yeah, you recognize one of them. Even from such a distance, you recognize him because that's the assistant coroner you spoke with earlier today. Hmm. Oh, shit. Alright, then. Uh, kind of nudge bones of a walk and, like, gesture my head back at him. I'm gonna like acknowledge because I've been like you like nudge me and I'm already like looking over at him. I'm like that's that fucking nice man from the coroner's office. That nice kid. <laughs> that that good straight shooting, not in a gang member. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just gonna play it cool because I perceive him to be utterly harmless. Yeah, playing it cool too. I just want to go get him a drink. All right. So yeah. I, I just I'm gonna hundred percent song from the bar, pull up and ask for. Whatever is on tap, and the first thing they say, I'm like, yeah, give me that. Mm. As long as it's cold and tastes good. Alright, you, uh, yeah, y'all both walk in, and, uh, Billy Bones looks and feels at home immediately. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Fletcher, despite the fact he reeks of bed, has, uh, had a, had kind of a long day, and looks sufficiently bedraggled as to not be out of place. Fix to say we're both we're both pretty whooped at this point. Yeah, yeah. Do they follow us into the bar or no? Okay. As y'all walk in, you hear the radio playing. It's a, uh, of course, tuned to Z one hundred six point seven. Classic rock. Hell yeah! And uh, as y'all walk in, and uh, 
walk up to the bar. Someone bumps into the little table that this 80s-ass boombox that the music is coming from is on. And they jostle a bit, and it jumps to another station. <laughs> from the whence you hear uh, gospel music playing softly in the background, and another one of those uh, radio creatures. And both of you need to roll sanity. Yeah, oh, fuck me. That is going to be a uh, 58 on a... Yeah, that's good. I pass. Yeah, I got a 37 on a 52, so I pass. All right. Yeah, and the uh, preacher is uh, in the midst of a fire and brimstone sermon about all the different genres of people that are going to burn in hell. And some and somewhere in the midst of the uh, homosexuals and fornicators and atheists, you overhear him say, uh, and you, Fletcher, why didn't you save her? Mm. And you, Billy, why didn't you save all of them? Yo, Billy has an immediate bad reaction. My man jumps. My man jumps. He spills his beer, and he's, like, slamming up out of his seat. And I'm, like, walking over the boombox. I'm like, you ready to shake? Like, what the fuck you say? What the fuck did you say? I'm, like, shaking the shit out of the boombox. Fuck. We're all watching it, just staring at the boombox and him shaking the shit out of it. I've got visible beads of sweat rolling down my forehead. And I kind of collect myself into, like, two or three seconds of this, and I, like, look around. I get people looking at me. I kind of set it down and, like, turn it off, basically. I sit back in the bar. This poor bartender. What the fuck was that? (laughs) I mean, you you heard it, right? You heard what it said. Yeah. Yeah, I did. What did you hear it say, though? I get really kind of cagey with the guy. I'm thinking we didn't hear the same thing. I don't really want to talk about it. Bones, we're hearing the same thing. We need to trust each other. Uh, how old are you, Green? 35 this year. Uh, well, that means you're old enough to remember back in 95 when they blew up the OKC FBI building? Well, the federal building. Yeah, I remember that happening. Yeah, I was there. Uh, See how that could scar, man? Yeah, I retired. Took the easy way out, I guess. And, uh, let's just say I haven't lived it down. I've been thinking it's better to be alone than be active or be on duty or make anybody or anything that could depend on me because they depended on me. Just like anybody else would depend on anybody, I guess. I don't know. I don't like to think about it. I guess you could say the same after me. Except for someone but a lot closer. But I think about it every day. Well, uh, I put my drink and say, well, here's the failure then. I'll take my I shirt up into my glass of beer and and take a big ass plug to failure. Are there windows in this here bar? Man, I've never been to a bar with a goddamn window that was a dive bar. There are sheets of plywood nailed up to the wall where there used to be windows. Thank God. I don't want God to see me sinning. <laughs> for, all you, for all you young people out there listening, yeah. don't do drugs during daylight hours if God can see me sinning. <laughs> I love that Fletcher was eight. He was like, yeah, I remember that. I remember enough of it. I heard about it enough. Well, it's like it's like being seven or eight when nine eleven happened. You obviously remember it. They taught me all about it in Fed school. In Fed school, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they showed a picture of it. They said, "This is bad. Don't let this, this happen." Is, 
Is it this bad? There's only one thing worse than a bombing. A federal building. <laughs> no. You can just slam back some drinks. These people I, never followed us into the bar, though, did they? No. I'm going to slam back enough drinks over the next, like, like hey, hour. Um, go smoke a cigarette outside. At this point, I've had, I've had like five or six beers. I'm feeling pretty like shitty, but in a good way where I'm feeling good about myself again, which is pretty far from the course. And I reach into my pocket and I find like a half empty crushed up pack of soft pack of cigarettes. I'm like, you know what? I do believe that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, we're going to go outside the bar and just rip a smoke, rip a dart. We're going to smoke a heater. All right. Y'all, uh, head outside the bar. And by this point, it's dark and yeah, the street lights is on and what have you. Oh, she has time to go home. Mm. <sighs> Anything look weird? Can we see across the parking lot, like our motel rooms and whatnot? Yeah, you can see across the parking lot and across the road to your hotel. Everything looks to be in the ordinary. Okay. But, hmm. I guess make a search roll. I'm not making them because I'm, I'm too busy trying to light a cigarette in my lighter for that Oh, oh no. Not the lighter. Uh, that's a 41 and a 34, so I don't see shit. No, nothing appears out of the ordinary to you. Okay. And with that, we will, uh, jump over to the wizard Taliban who's trying to break into the library. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this was happening. I'm enjoying a nice domestic <laughs> beer, one cold Alamo, and fucking good Taliban's over there breaking break into the goddamn public library. It's one of those things, it's one of those fucking shows where one of the characters is in a different genre. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. We're in, a, we're in a buddy cop movie, and Alice is over there, goddamn Mission Impossible and that shit. I need my goddamn Reader's Digest now. <laughs> Can't wait goddamn 12 hours for the thing to open back up. No, gotta break in now. <laughs> All right, okay, so, so uh, describe to me how you're trying to break into the Perdition Public Library. Uh, so, first things first, I want to try and slip the latch. Hmm. And if that doesn't work, I'm gonna go for a single pin pick. Uh, honestly, having known small town Mississippi, you probably are, this is gonna be like a metal-sided building with some doors you probably kick in. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to go non-destructive if I can. That's fair. Okay. Also, swear you, to God, if you break into this place and try to use the computers when you have a fucking smartphone. <laughs> I do not have a smartphone. I absolutely do not. I have a... In our hotel probably has like an internet cafe inside of it. <laughs> or like one computer. <laughs> that, that is fair. But uh, Caliban very much has... Uh, Caliban has the kind of phone that people in 2006 who were jealous of the people with razors had. Mmm. Real shitty ones. Like, it's a flip phone, might even be Motorola, but it's not good. It's not nice. It's not cool. It it's bad. still working 15 years later. Man, shit, they didn't have 3G back then, but somehow you got that shit rolling. I love it. Yeah. Somehow it works. Okay, do you have any points in crap? Roll a, roll a D100. Uh oh. Hmm, the funnest roll. 
can I sell you on this being a criminology role because I have theoretical knowledge of how breaking into places works? Caliban watched a YouTube video on lot picking once, and for sure he's got it. Please, guys, believe me. Somebody came by his house and said, Hey, man, how much you know about theoretical physics? And he said, I've got a theoretical degree in physics. <laughs> <laughs> they said, welcome aboard. <laughs> but no, I accept that. I think Caliban is the kind of guy who probably spends a lot of time on YouTube watching old DEFCON presentations. Oh, no, no, no. The reason I asked for this is my criminology is a... Are you a fucking what? kidding me? That's an 81. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry, your criminology's what now? An 80. <laughs> okay, well that's fine, cause what I was gonna do was a, like, what I was gonna do is this was like a, a DC check, and I was going to move it up from 20 to 40 for you. But, yeah, with that, you just can't get the thing, dang. Hmm. Alright. Um, in that case, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pull out my shotgun and hit the doorknob with the butt of it. <laughs> Damn thing. All right. Um, roll me another D100. 19. Okay, so you whack at this thing, and it's a, not the best door and not the best lock. And uh, after a bit, after exerting a bit of a concerted effort, you manage to accidentally the doorknob. <laughs> and as the door swings open, the burglar alarm starts to go off. <laughs> I leave. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I can um, love it. Flat did not think of that. Oh, uh, in character, I mean. So well, I'm just gonna get my car. And leave. Go back to the, go back to the motel. Okay, probably a good decision. <laughs> but I'll say with that, I'm we are now... busy with the fact that Caliban has cast Fireball twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we are 10 million billion miles beyond anything I had planned. So okay. I think this would be a good place to call it. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> and we can pick up next time with the consequences of our failed attempt to break into the public library. <laughs> yeah, there's no R here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's like it's like when you tell your cat we don't eat plastic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's more of a you don't do that. <laughs> uh Supremely off the rails, as it should be. So off the rails, this was amazing. Oh, that's how it's supposed to be. It's the only way to go. <laughs> I had this whole thing planned where y'all were gonna get shook down by the men in black. Instead, we just said no. We said nah. <laughs> we don't roll like that. He was talking like he wasn't fucking human. I mean, 100% talking all spooky, but you know. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, 
No, Caliban has a, a correct response to being confronted by federal agents in <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> oh, yeah, you gotta say in Minecraft. Gotta. <laughs> I'm going to in Minecraft all of you. <laughs> I will say that, uh, unlike, uh, unlike Fletcher and Billy Bones, at least the reaction from the anarchists wasn't, it's cute how you think I can't tell your cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did also kind of strong arm that. Wasn't that. <laughs> Walking up to us thinking a phone's gonna save them. I think the McFuck not. <laughs> yeah. And Natalie provides me with a situation and I have been an idiot and not seen it coming, so I don't have anything prepped. So I fumble <laughs> and it was nowhere. That seems like a com a common trend for Delta Green games though. Yeah. Well, is there's this, there's Green, this shit that the Yeah. Like what's his fuck asked uh this like what's your name? And I was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so caught <laughs> off guard so that I wizard. I choked up my rice for five minutes and then <laughs> possible answer. But no, like one time I was one time I was running a game where in the very first session the party went into a tavern and there was a a dude there who was a mind player with mind player wearing Groucho Marx glasses who, <laughs> inter- who, who introduced himself as Donald Humanman. And said that he was visiting from out of town. <laughs> and the, and the play, and the players did not fucking interact with Jungle Human at all. They just said, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's his business. So y'all are doing fine. <laughs> Check <on> me. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. You gotta love it. Straight off the rails. Straight crazy train. It's great. Always. Old man Henderson is smiling down from heaven. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, the consequences of our actions will never catch up to us. <laughs> no, well, all y'all really cool. did, all y'all really did, was arson. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And as we've learned, arson is always the right decision and never has any negative consequences. Exactly. Nothing bad. Do not shortchange us. We also assault the federal agent. Uh, yeah, but he he was fine. Yeah, he's got like federal agent, whatever. It's like you I might mean, have broken no a couple of his ribs. He'll be okay. At worst, you might have broken a couple of ribs. He'll walk it off. I ain't worried about it. Neither a little bit. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go out in a blaze of glory. Natalie's got her her schemes to really fuck us up. <laughs> yeah, can't die that easily. Hell no. Good luck killing me. Oh, yeah, Billy Bones is going to live forever. Exactly. Much like his good friend, Jan Michael Vincent, he would be, will live forever. They're best buddies. They're good bros. Jan They're- Michael Vincent died and got better. Yeah, he did. <laughs> You'll see. You'll all see. J&B will never die. Not truly. I mean, he'll always live on in our hearts. Our hearts and our minds. No one ever really dies in Carcosa. I don't know about y'all, but I'm built different, so uh, yeah. we'll see. Rip to them. 
Yeah, I don't know what y'all are talking about because I'm never gonna die. Exactly. They're just gonna pop my body. They're gonna pop my body in this goddamn microwave after dying and back to life. Yeah. Defrosting it. Like no, a I, uh, Burger King heat lamp. No, I, much like uh, Keith Richards, got cursed by God for my sins to wander the earth and see humanity's mistakes over and over again forever. <laughs> well, I guess I'm gonna get me showered just a bit. Yeah. Get the old hay. Have fun sleep on that floor, Travis. Oh, I will. Good night, everyone else. Later, Bye. folks. Yeah, you know it. Hey, a bottle of the best, that's what it is, nay, idle, just no Mickey Finn, no Beth, Jim, Gin, no Rocket Wine, that tastes like them, have no fear, it's not like beer, my whiskey's bright and strong and clear, it's also bloody dear, but what the hell, and it belts you in the belly like a heavyweight lock jelly, a glow begins to grow, six in a row turns you to jelly. Then you fall down in a heap, and you dream perchance to sleep, when you've broken out a bottle of the best, hey, you've broken out a bottle of the best. You just hate his position. Yeah, damn.